Welcome, everybody, to episode 117 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. All four of us are here today. I think that's the first time in like a month, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been a little while. It sucks. <laughs> it does suck because we're all we've all been arguing all since you know since we all got here. I hate Eric B- bickering. Well, Will's turned into a nerd. <laughs> School nerd. Will is a, Will's a buckworm. So our, our episode today is is going to be the best of the PS1. We had again uh, planned on trying to do a GTA Online, but uh, no one no one really had time to play it, and I don't know. Or wanted to. Or wanted to. Really. Oh, I that, wanted to. That could have been it too. But we'll get. We'll do a hangover for the GTA Online once we all get enough. Once we get enough experience with it to to be able to talk confidently about it, you know. Uh, but yeah, we're doing best of the PS1, so we're going to be talking about our favorite PS1 games. Now, we skipped kind of skipped Sega Genesis, but none of us had a Sega Genesis, right? Nope. Yeah. So I I I wouldn't feel confident in picking my favorite. <laughs> I, there, I played like two Sega Genesis games, so I wouldn't feel confident saying three that, of those games were Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, one of them was Sonic the Hedgehog. One was Aladdin, and then I played. Well, that was a, a good game. It was a good game, and then Aladdin one, was good. One was a fighting game, and I don't remember the name of it. So that was my Sega experience. Uh, so yeah, we're going to the, right to the PS One. That'll be our our main topic. Uh, teasers. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Watchdogs delay. Does anyone else have anything they want to tease for, uh, for later on? Beyond Two Souls. Um, oh, more to Beyond. Yeah, I think that'll be it for me. Okay. Well, oh, a little FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. Mm, just my life sucks with school. Okay. Corey? Anything you want uh, to tease? I, I played a lot, but nothing nothing surprising to anybody. It's all stuff I've been talking about. Oh, I did play Final Fantasy 2 on the iPhone. Okay. Excellent. And beat four games. <laughs> I tried to beat four. Probably totaled four hours. I only got I only got three. Oh. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> let's get into nibble bits. Uh, I'll get a starter this week with nibble bits. Uh, Nintendo has made the first move in allowing cl- cross-platform play uh, between consoles with a game called Pure Chess. It's an indie title that will allow Wii U players to play against 3DS, iOS, and Android players. Nintendo has also made in contact with Sony uh, as well to make multiplayer matches available between Nintendo and Sony platforms. So. Hope I, I, that's something I think that all games should have is cross-platform platform play, so hopefully that, that works out and they kind of kind of work out their differences for that, you know. I don't like the walled-off exactly. ecosystems. I, I think it would be kind of cool because people always like fight about who's better at what, like yeah. which console gamers are better at what, so it would be cool to see them be able to play each other. Well, there was a, uh, there were, I think there was a Xbox 360 PC game that had cross comp. It was supposed to be Counter-Strike was, Global Offensive. It was, but they can't. can't well, it. it was no. It was like sh- it might have been Shadowrun. Oh, really? The, Shadow the, Run. Ba- the bad Shadowrun that had PC yeah. and Xbox oh. cross cross platform. Okay. Oh yeah. So there is a little bit of that. I hope it's more prevalent though mm-hmm. in the upcoming generations. Uh, Project Spark will actually be free-to-play on its announced platforms. In the past, Microsoft has required a gold subscription on Xbox Live to access its free-to-play titles, but not the case of Project Spark. Um, You're going to be able to play it on all platforms, which so far are the uh, Xbox 360, Xbone, and Windows 8. So you'll be able to play it. It'll be free-to-download, free-to-play. So it will actually be free-to-play and not, you know, kind of free-to-play. 
And then my last nibble bit is Ubisoft announced Tuesday that Watch Dogs has been delayed until the spring of 2014. Ubisoft head Yves Guimau said, the tough de- said, quote, the tough decisions we are taking today to fully realize the major potential of our new creations have an impact on our short-term performance. We are convinced that longer term they will prove to be the right decisions both in terms of sa- satisfaction for our fans and in terms of value creation for our shareholders. Uh, end quote. I think think there's a few more nibble bits on that we'll also be talking about that later i wanted to get into that a little bit during uh round table so we'll talk about that later so who had the other tweets for the or the, yeah the other tweets for the um it, ubisoft it depends is it the uh bundle one for the, uh, the uh, yeah yeah the bundled ones were the other ones I think. yeah i have that you had one. those okay so you, so you go ahead with that so yeah my we'll first one is um Amazon and GameStop have said that they will honor the Watchdog PS4 and Xbone uh, bundles, but without the game Watchdogs, obviously. Um, and there's no word if they're going to replace Watchdogs with another game. I know it was tossed around with Amazon possibly putting another game in, but there's no word if that's what they're going to end up doing or okay. not. So. Oh yeah, I heard they were going to put uh, Drive Club in instead. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. No. Corey, why don't you fuck off? That's not funny. No, it's really not. <laughs> Can't believe I hope Corey doesn't get a PS4 ever. I want you to buy Corey. an Xbox. Good, get one. You you deserve an Xbox. Wait, you know what, Corey? Let's get Xbox. You both deserve Xboxes. Dan and I deserve PS4s. Okay, I'll switch then. Good. Uh, my next one is Xbox Live Gold members can download Halo Three for free, which I thought this was already available, but I guess it wasn't. No, that was their big tease, and then yeah. they didn't do it for like a couple months. Right. So yeah, I guess now that's free. Not a lot of people play that game anymore anyway, though, which is sad because that was my favorite Halo. Um, my next one is there was recently a launch Kickstarter for lacrosse game, which I found interesting because I don't think there's too many lacrosse games. I know there I've was, played a couple indie ones. Yeah. Were they any good? Well, no. I mean, they're real it, shitty indie yeah. ones, but I think if somebody did it right, it could be fun. Yeah. So they're asking for uh, $210,000 to develop uh, lacrosse 14. There was a video about it. Didn't really watch it, wasn't that interested in it, because I probably wouldn't get it. But if you're interested in seeing a lacrosse game, you know, trip mm-hmm. on in. Uh, my last one is uh, The Reaper of Souls, which is the expansion for Diablo 3, will be out for PS4. There's no indication whether that when the game launches with the PS4, if that'll be included or it'll be just paid DLC later, because that doesn't have an announced mm-hmm. uh, release date yet. So okay. that will be on PS4. I don't think they said it would be on PS3 or 360. They didn't heard. announce. Didn't? No. Okay, so PS4. And, I mean, if some people get it for PS4, I'm probably going to buy the game for the third time. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm going to get it. You are? Yep. So I'm probably I want to get it for this gen, but I I don't know. I think the, I might hold out. This gen's almost over. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to play it, but I, I've got enough to tide me over. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's all I had. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Well, since Corey already kind of said it uh drive club i don't know if this was confirmed yet i haven't seen it confirmed okay so this is rumor rumor uh this has been on ign and kotaku that drive club which is uh the game that you're going to get for free if you're a playstation plus member um has been delayed yeah until 2014 at some point Mm -hmm. so that sucks the the one you were going to get for free was kind of a light version i guess was it yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the whole game. The whole game you could still buy. Yeah. Well, but. I think we talked about that at 
when they said that, it's like a racing game light version means you're going to get less cars, yeah, less it, tracks. It wouldn't not going to matter that much no. to me. I don't think you can't go over sixty miles per hour. <laughs> oh, that would suck. That would suck. <laughs> what are those governors? They put governors yeah, on governor. the cars. Yep. <laughs> so that that blows. I guess we can talk a little more about that later too when mm-hmm. we get into watchdogs. Um. My next one, the uh, I didn't hear about this, but th- when they showed Thief at E3, they had put an uh, experience uh, mechanic into the game, and I guess ac- after negative feedback, they've decided to take it out. This is from GameSpot, and uh, there was a good quote in here that explains why. All right. At first, we wanted to outline the progression of the player with XP, said the game director Nick Canton, but it was reducing our motivation to steal, and the main goal of Thief should be to gain loot. Mm-hmm. So... They said that uh, the character Garrett is already a master master thief, so there was no real reason to put experience to level him up in. Right, because he's, he's already, already experienced. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so I guess uh, the way that you're going to buy upgrades is with gear. Uh, upgrade gold. Your gear. Yeah, you're going to use gold to upgrade whatever. Uh-huh. Um, that's one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that And looks cool. my last one, this isn't from a reliable source. It doesn't look like, and I haven't seen it anywhere else, but to be fair, I didn't have much time to look. Uh, GTA 5 for uh, PS4 and Xbox One has been ruled out by Rockstar. Really? This is not a reliable-looking website. I was going to say, that doesn't sound... I, I would be shocked if it didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, but I, I saw it and I was like, eh, I might as well bring it up, but okay. take it as rumor. All right. So I read. I actually read that article, and I think they quoted The Guardian or something, that one of the writers for GTA 5 said that it's not happening. Well, if you read it, it looks kind of like they took some quotes from what they were talking about, and it may not have been directly what they were talking about, and they... Taken out of context? Yeah. There's a very good possibility that that might be it. Okay. The website is highlightpress.com, and we I tweeted it earlier. It's uh, weird looking. It's a picture of a black guy, so if you okay. see that on our timeline, that that's would, the one. That would be the one. Yeah. And that's it for me. Okay. All right. What do you got for us, Corey? I just have one. All right. The PS4 demo kiosks have been arriving at retail stores starting today. And I got really excited. Uh, And during my lunch break, I went to the Sony United States headquarters building, of which on their main floor is a Sony store. And I was like, if anywhere has it, it's got to be this place, right? No. No. No, they don't have it. Wow. I, I searched on that thing that you posted, Corey, and I don't think anywhere has it yet. Uh, th- there are a few places confirmed. Um, <laughs> the closest one to me was somewhere way out on Long Island. Huh. <laughs> or according to that search tool. But they'll be rolling out more. And I actually asked the people at the Sony store I went to, and they said they're not going to get theirs until the beginning of November. Yeah, I wow. signed up for email updates just in case by some stroke of luck we get one at our, local. our stores here. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was so excited. I was like, you know what? Of course they're going to have one at this place, and I'll be able to talk about it on the podcast tonight. Nope. But that, no. That's bizarre. You'd think in the Sony... They probably yeah. heard about your Xbox US headquarters. And... <laughs> Maybe. They're they like, knew. This, this one's going to jump ship. I guess you can, uh, you can try some of the, the great PS4 launch lineup games, like Knack and uh, Octodad Dadliest Catch. That um, game's sweet. And Pinball Arcade. I'm not going to argue with you that the lineup <laughs> sucks, but it hasn't stolen any... Well, Corey, maybe you should just like shooters, you puss. <laughs> yeah. That would help. If I like shooters, I'd probably be pretty happy. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I get where you're coming from, 
But I'm still yeah. excited. <laughs> it yeah. does kind of suck that all I'm getting is three first-person shooters. But the fact that one of those is Battlefield it makes it okay. Uh-huh. It may be Call of Duty will surprise. Well, you never know. Well, Killzone's a launch title, right? Yeah, yeah Killzone. That's, that's first-person shooter, too. Killzone has me more the most excited for... More than Battlefield? We'll be... Really? We'll be talking about all this later. Yeah, true. That's, that's my that's my round table for yeah. the week is that oh, whole okay. that whole situation. Debacle. Yeah. So Okay. Uh how's your week, Corey? Uh my week. Not as exciting as the weeks leading up to this past week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I got a lot of gaming time in over the weekend. Nice. A lot. The girlfriend went to her sister's house for uh about twenty eight hours and uh I just kind of turned my phone off and said, uh, I'm just sitting and playing games for that amount of time. Nice. Uninterrupted. And I did. And I played, I played, uh, didn't play anything new. What did I play? Oh, I got my Metro, uh, last light save working. Remember I said yeah. that, it, that my save file disappeared. Uh-huh. It, I actually went through the directory and found my saves, but for whatever reason, it wasn't registering it in the game. Uh, so I Googled it. Or no, I, I went to Reddit actually and, and searched, you know, put in some keywords to try and find my problem. And of course, other people had had it. Yeah. Um, and what I had to do was play through the intro again, and then it would build a new folder, and I'd have to copy all my saves and put them into that new folder. Oh, okay. And it worked just fine. Um, and it was still my game and everything, so it was it was legit. But still, it's like, how does that happen? How does the folder just disappear like that? I don't know. That's that's one of the the downfalls of PC gaming. I wasn't going to say it. That sort of stuff. Um, it was yeah. It was the weirdest thing. You know, if if you're not tech savvy, that's that's a game breaker there for you. But you know, like, luckily we were able to figure out some of that stuff out. I've certainly had yeah. issues that I couldn't fix, but. God bless the internet. <laughs> yeah, well, and Reddit especially. Uh, if I can't find it on Google, if I go to Reddit, chances are I'm going to find an answer there. So Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to briefly mention, Halloween's coming. Me and my girlfriend, we like to have shitty Halloween movie marathons. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was sick this past weekend uh, in addition to being away. So when she came back, we had a – actually, it was Columbus Day. We had Columbus Day off of work. Um, we had a little mini movie marathon and watched – I did a lot of research, again, on Reddit. There's, like, a horror movie subreddit, and there's, like, a Netflix subreddit. I just kind of combined the two and found the best movies on Netflix to watch. And we watched. We ended up watching The Frighteners. Have you guys seen The Frighteners? No. no. It's a Peter Jackson movie from the 90s. Oh, I heard about it. I've heard of it. With Michael J. Fox. It's kind of kind of a comedy, scary movie. It's good Halloween watching, but I didn't really care for it too much. I kind of got bored. Um the other one we watched was one called American Mary. It's about this woman who's going through med school, and she has a hard time paying her loans. Um, so she turns to body modification surgery. Gets some pretty funky stuff in there. It That's also on Netflix. Um, I'm just trying to think of something that was various. Like, the two twins, identical twins came in, and they wanted to be closer to each other. And to do that, they wanted to switch left arms Ooh. with each other. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, There's some funky stuff in it. That wasn't very good either, though, as a whole. My girlfriend liked it just because she's into that kind of morbid, weird stuff. Um, the one I will recommend, though, was another Netflix movie called The Devil's Rock. It's about it's on the eve of D-Day, and it's these new, two New Zealand soldiers who are uh, 
launching fake attacks on some of the other islands over over in that neck of the woods. And they go to this island, and all the German soldiers in the bunkers are dead. Um, turns out there's one still alive, and the reason he's still alive is he's harboring a demon, a summoned demon, who the Germans were going to use as a weapon. Um, but they found out it was too powerful, even for typical Germans, you know, for, for for their use. So, uh, based on the the rules of the dark arts, he's kind of holding her hostage. Um, and it's just it takes place in this one like bunker room, and it's just these two soldiers trying to figure out how to dispense a New Zealand soldier and a German soldier trying to figure out how to how to dispense of this demon bitch. Oh, that's cool. That sounds neat. It is really neat, and it's only like eighty minutes long, so it's it's you know it's definitely watchable. Mm-hmm. The not um, the Nazis were really into the occult too, so that would make make sense from a historical standpoint too. Yeah, it was it was really really creative and interesting, and that would be the only one I'd recommend of of the three that we watched. But mm. it, was, it was still good because two of my favorite things to do are eat and watch movies, and you know we we made a bunch of food and just lay it on the couch and watch crappy movies all day. Nice. But if you're looking for some Halloween movies to watch, those those are some ideas. Okay. Excellent. Will, was that that everything, Corey? I think so. Okay. Will, how was your week? Uh, it's not bad. I haven't had a lot of time to play very many video games. Video games. I've been working, a lot of school work to do. Mm-hmm. I do, I think, like four hours of homework every day. Ugh. Yeah, it sucks. That's miserable. And it's not like I'm letting it like pile up. Like I'm doing it. In a timely fashion, I'm just getting that much. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I'm the liberal arts major, and my friends who are going to be like doctors are getting less work than I am. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. But <laughs> that doesn't doesn't maybe, make too much maybe sense. Maybe you just but. got shit luck on your professors. I must have, but I mean, I'm doing well for the most part. I don't you remember having that. Well? M- I don't remember having that much work, but that's only because I probably wouldn't have done didn't, it anyway. Didn't do it, yeah. Right there with you, Dan. What's that, Corey? Because you you learn how to do this stuff in high school, and if you don't do it in high school, it seems harder in college. <laughs> Which I didn't. Well, yeah, I mean, I did nothing in high school. There you go. So I actually, because I visited the high school Tuesday, because I didn't have uh, school or why to see my teachers that I liked. You're one of those guys. He's one of those. Hey, to be fair, I was not Jeremy the first. Jeremy It's not like I was the first <laughs> one back to North Valley. To be fair, it's, a lot of my wait, other... did you just justify it because all your friends were doing it? They've been there before I have, before you give me crap. Well, that I doesn't lot, surprise me, to be honest with you. I had a lot of teachers I really liked, and so did my friends. So. No one you're bros. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. <laughs> uh, we're else? just trolling you. I love you. No, nope. nope. Shut up. Anything else nope. going on, Will? That's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. I finally got out to GameStop to pre-order some games, which included Watch Dogs, uh, Killzone, yeah, right. and Destiny. Uh, I also traded in my Wii. I had no use for it. I was going to keep it and do like a homebrew Wii, but it's like it's it's just going to not – I'm not going to use it. You know, I, I transferred all my stuff from my Wii over to my Wii U, so I didn't lose any of the games that I had bought. So so that was a good thing. Uh, it, was a, it was another decent experience there. I went there at like 10.15 or 10.30 in the morning. There was nobody in there. Uh, it's great in there at that time. Yeah, and even in the mall, there's just old people walking around. There's no, there's no bros or, or douchers in there at that point. So I did have a good experience when I went to get Beyond at ten. Yeah, it's yeah. nice in there at that time. Yeah, you know? it's not bad. So, 
Uh, and then last night, me and my wife were playing Rayman, and my son didn't want to go to sleep, so we brought him out. He wanted a snack, so we had a snack, and boy, was he interested in Rayman. Oh, yeah? Um, which I think is it, it's partly because it's you know kind of cartoony and action-y, but he... Like, he doesn't usually like to sit and watch something on TV unless it's his show, Yo Gabba Gabba, but he was really interested in what was going on, and he was laughing at some of the animations and the and the characters, so um, it's only a matter of time, I can imagine, before he starts playing it. He's uh, playing iPad than, games, though, right? Yeah, he plays, uh, he likes Scribblenauts, and he plays Angry Birds, too, on, uh, on, the, on the iPad, so. How does he play Scribblenauts? Does he tell you the words he wants? Yeah, he'll he'll tell us, and then he'll like move stuff around. But he also kind of he brings up the the word thing, and he he'll type in random letters, and sometimes it comes out with something, and sometimes it doesn't. But especially you know the the suggestion thing is really nice because when the suggestion thing pops up, he'll just push whatever whatever uh, it suggests, and it'll put it out on the. Does he have a go to word? Like, does he always say like pizza or something if he wants you to type something in? Uh corgi. Corgi. Yeah, he wants corgis in, in Scribble Knots because our dog is a corgi. So, are they in there? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's great. Of course, it's it's Scribble Knots. There's everything on there, everything you can think of, pretty much. So, um, the only th- oh two other things. I got a new router finally. Uh, in prep, well, partly for the podcast and also in preparation for, um, you know, PS4 when it comes out and then Steam OS when it finally comes out and you know having the Steam box for for streaming games. Uh, so that's worked out nicely so far. It's quite a bit faster than my old one. I can already tell a huge difference. Uh, and then with my diet, no weight loss this week. I had a terrible weekend eating though. So I was glad to lose the weight that I gained, put back on this weekend. You're going to have another uh, too. I'm going to have another one this weekend. Yes. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be really sick by Sunday night because of all the bad food I've eaten. So Yeah. Uh, that's all I got going on this week. So, Eric, what'd you what'd you do this week? Well, uh, let's see. I'll I guess I'll talk about. I actually watched a movie this week too. I cool. my girlfriend and I were taking a nap, and I was like, I'm gonna turn a movie on, and I ended up watching it. It's called Super Eight. Corey, have you seen that one? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm familiar with that one. Familiar with it? Yeah. It's it J J Abrams, right? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I think I gave it. Uh, three stars on netflix and i wanted to give it two okay i don't know why i didn't but it's like a sci-fi mm-hmm. there was nothing special about it did you like it Corey? i i i was i was like you like you know it was okay stars. lukewarm yeah i was more into like them making films yeah than it was the alien yeah invasion i totally agree if it had been about them making a movie it would have been a lot better yeah because there were some great scenes in the beginning when they were, like yeah. they found that girl who was a really good actress and she blew everyone away. Yeah, and they started crying. Some good moments, and then yeah. the aliens came, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I've seen this movie before. Exactly, right. and the alien wasn't very cool looking either. I didn't think. I don't know. So don't wa- don't waste your time with that one. That's okay. fascinating, Eric. Um, other than although that, I will I w- say, just quickly, uh, yeah. Coach from Friday Night Lights is in it. Kyle Chandler. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in that. Yeah. He plays uh, the dad of the main character, who is also a cop. Uh-huh. But uh, oh, one more thing. Speaking, yeah. Sorry. Speaking of Kyle Chandler, I saw on Reddit uh, a while ago that there was a hockey movie from they were going to make from the early two thousands, uh, based on the Colorado Avalanche. Was it two thousand one Cup team? Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds right. 
and Kyle Chandler was picked to play Chris Drury. Oh, really? Oh, he does yeah. kind of look like Chris Drury. That's cool. I could see that. That'd be, that would have been awesome. But yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, you're fine. Um, yeah, so went to the Bills game again this past weekend. They played uh, the Bengals. And aside from the Bills game, I went up. Uh, my girlfriend and I went up Saturday night. She'd never been to a Bills game before, so it was her first first experience there. So we went up Saturday, Saturday night, met my mom, who is a big Bills fan. She went up Friday night with two of her friends, one of whom is uh, Jared's mom, Corey's roommate, Jared. So my mom, Jared's mom, and another friend of theirs were there, and uh, we had two adjoining hotel rooms. So we'd get there and whatnot, go out to dinner, had a good time. Sunday morning rolls around, and I wake up, and my mom's like, you guys brought your tickets, right? I go, thought you had our tickets. Oh, and no. she's like, um, I gave you your tickets like three weeks ago. And I was like, shit. And my girlfriend looks at me, and she's like, she did give us our tickets. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. So I looked up online, like, you know, what we could do, and it said that they could reprint the tickets, I guess, if you had, like, proof of purchase, which we did happen to have on us. So so I was like, all right, so we get there to the game and go over to the ticket office, and the guy's like, well, what website did you buy them from? And I told him, he's like, we're not affiliated with them, so I, there's nothing I can do for you. So we had to fucking buy new tickets. Oh. Uh. You buy like nosebleeds? Yeah, we bought them in the top row. They're still seventy bucks. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah, that's stinky. Were you still allowed to sit in your? Well, I'm not going to pretend that I paid for them. Right. Mom footed that bill. Oh, okay. God, <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> but no. uh, I think Jared's mom chipped in too. A couple of nice women. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we still sat where we were supposed to sit. But man, I felt like such a shithead. Yeah, that sort of stuff happens. Yeah. So, Dan, you can be assured that I will not be forgetting our Predator Saber <laughs> stuff. Okay. That's not going to happen again. At least they wouldn't cost $70, probably. Right, but. no. Uh, which I did receive from the guy. Okay. So I have them. Perfect. Um, but, yeah, aside from that, the game, it looked like it got to be about 24 to 10, and I was like, oh, here we go. The routes are coming. And then Thad, who knew Thad Lewis was any good? Slinging it. Brought him back and threw that bomb touchdown with a minute left and i i you know i mean the place went crazy and it was yeah. it was a really good game for her to go to for her first game uh i this is what i said to jared's mom who's also a big bills fan i said to her barb i can tell you how this game's gonna end we're gonna score get within a touchdown we're gonna stop the Bengals, get the ball back and he's gonna throw an interception because that's just what happens uh-huh. to buffalo and damned if he didn't throw a bomb to tie it. So then I got my hopes up. Oh, you see? okay. Then I was like, well, shit, this is different. Maybe we're actually going to win. Now, overtime. Overtime we go and uh, stopped them on the first drive. The defense played great from, like, the midway third quarter on. They played great. Stopped them first time, got the ball, couldn't do shit with it, had a really bad penalty. And then they, uh, on the punt return, got it into field goal range. So that was that, but... Uh, it was a good game. I, I mean, at this point, I, we're already out of the playoffs, so it's like, well, whatever. Right. We're playing the Dolphins, the Saints, and the Chiefs next. Playing for a good draft. Two and oh. seven. Okay. That's what I'm calling. Okay. So. Playing for a good draft pick. Yeah, playing for that draft pick already. We'll, we'll have a competition with you as Giants yeah, fans. Right. <laughs> we're, we're winning that competition right now. Yeah. But, no, I so had far. a really good time. I'm glad that we got to catch a good game. I saw the Bills sign Matt Flynn. Yeah. How do you feel about that? 
He sucks. I don't know. Whatever. Thad Lewis didn't didn't look bad, right? No, I keep playing. I think they did that more as a backup for him because right. Jeff Tool's awful. Right. They said today that E.J. Manuel's going to be out another four to six weeks. Okay. So. So sometime probably end of November. They're probably back. They're probably playing it on the safe side, too, especially oh, at this yeah. point. Yeah. Coach said he's not playing until he's 100%. Okay. So. That's good, though. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I played... I guess I'll say I played in Beat Beyond Two Souls. Hey. Which well I'll talk about later on tonight. Yeah. Stick around because I'm excited to talk about it. Okay. Excellent. Um, yeah. That was it for me. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on our favorite PlayStation 1 games right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 117 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we're on our main segment, which is going to be our favorite top slash top five PS1 games. Now, we didn't figure out until just recently that uh, Eric only has one PS1 game. We we I didn't realize that Eric didn't have a PlayStation. No, um, but we it's worth talking about regardless. Yeah, definitely. We we figured out that Eric had a Sega Saturn. Yeah, and kind of you. I mean, you played a little bit of of ps1 games but you kind of missed that generation i did yeah you missed the ps1 for that generation because mm-hmm. having a sega saturn so yeah um so we'll wait we'll skip eric until we get to number one because obviously <laughs> that would be your your one game right yeah i guess it would so uh i'll get us started with number five uh my fifth favorite ps1 game is driver you are the wheel man it's from uh Developed by Reflections Interactive, published by GT Interactive Software. It came out on June 30th, 1999. It's like a modern-day Grand Theft Auto uh, as far as the driving bits go. Uh, it's got an explorable open world, but it's it's just driving. Like, you, you're just a wheelman, and it's all it's all driving your car around, doing different missions all in the car. Uh, it took place in Miami, New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. Uh, and also, there's currently an iOS version. Uh, it's also on PSN, so if you're interested in Driver... Uh, you can check that out there. It's one of the few games that, at the time, I wasn't big on buying games on launch day. I wanted to wait until I heard from word of mouth if it was a good game. Or I think that was uh, we had the computer and the internet at that time, but it wasn't obviously what it is now. And I don't know that I did research on the internet about what games to buy, but I think I had a subscription at that point to uh, a video game, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. I think I would buy and uh, keep up on my games that way. But I always waited for reviews to come out before I bought games. But that was actually one that I, I did buy when it came out. So, so yeah, my number five favorite PS1 game is Driver. Corey, what about you? Number five. Uh, I didn't necessarily rank them. Okay. I did kind of jumble all. I, I, I it Pretty much with me, my top five is just going to be the ones I remember playing a lot. Mm-hmm. And even that's not saying much because I don't remember much about them. Yeah. Um, but I will go ahead and put out Chrono Cross uh-huh. which was the follow up successor uh, not sequel to Chrono Trigger um, yeah I don't really remember much about it I remember there being a lot of playable characters and instead of traveling through time you traveled across uh, like rea- alternate realities um, and of course they tied in, in in some pretty clever ways and I didn't realize how critically acclaimed this game was because like back then if you didn't read magazines you didn't really know what the general consensus of was for games yeah. um, but doing, going back and doing some research now I see like how well respected that game is critically um, but even so it doesn't get a lot of recognition nowadays from people 
No. Um, I considering. Rem- I even remember playing it back in the day and not really caring much for it, but liking it now. Like, I played it recently on my tablet, and uh, it's really good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, at the time, like, I can, I can specifically remember sitting there playing for it, just waiting for the time travel. I'm like, where's the time travel? Where's the time travel? This is supposed to, this is a chrono game. It's supposed to be like Chrono Trigger. Right. And it never really happens, but there is, you know, traveling between dimensions, which is still really interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's one of those games that uh, I still think about. I mean, any really RPG from back in those eras, I look back on fondly. Uh-huh. So okay. Well, number five. Uh, my number five, uh, and most of these games I played when I was like six, right. seven. Yeah, you were you were youngin. Yeah, so I don't remember a lot of these, and I couldn't remember which games we had for which series. Um, so my number five was Twisted Metal. I believe we had the first one. It was two. Two? Two. It was two. Okay, so we had the second one. Um, Not only that, but damn it, because I forgot to put that one on my list. Yep. (laughs) I I was hoping somebody else would have this, but... uh, No, that would have been on my list, but I forgot about it. Well, I was texting Corey asking him what Twisted Metal do we have, but he had no idea, and I couldn't text you because I can only text through uh, Wi-Fi because of iMessage, Uh, so I couldn't text you at the time, and then I ended up forgetting. So it's the second one. It was Twisted Metal 2. And I don't remember a ton about it. I mean, everybody knows what Twisted Metal is. It's that demolition-type game, like racing, uh-huh. you know, trying to destroy the other cars. I don't remember a lot about it. I just remember Sweet Tooth. Yeah. And I used to play the motorcycle character. I was, oh. like, kind of... Well, I don't know. It wasn't, like, a skeleton, but it was, like, uh... It was, like, Mr. Grimm or something like yeah. that. I think was was what his name was. It was Mr. Grimm. And I just remember, you know, firing rockets at, you know, people like that and yeah. stuff like that. I always played a Spectre in Twisted Metal 2. He was mm-hmm. the, the sports car, and he had ghost missiles, which were homing missiles. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do very much damage, but you hit pretty much every time. So I always liked using Spectre for mm-hmm. Twisted Metal 2. Yeah. I would have... I, damn it. I wish I'd put that game on my list, because that should have uh, been on my list. Honorable mentions. Yeah, I forgot about it. So. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's my number five. Okay. Great game. Great game. Uh, number four for me is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, it was published by... No, developed by Neversoft, published by Activision, uh, came out on August 31st, 1999. I don't need to explain what that is. It's a skateboarding game. Uh, controlled really well. Uh, the graphics were good at the time. Uh, a lot of lists had put Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on there, but I don't remember playing 2 as much as playing the first one. It's one of the first games, uh, and only game still, that my wife was able to beat me once in. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, she beat me once in. Uh, I think we were doing... You know, just, you know, we would take turns doing uh, just tricks and see how, Free many, skate. see how many points you could get. I, I It might have even been with two 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 people, uh, and she beat me on one of the ones that we played. So. Did you tell her you and let her win? That's the day your soul died. I didn't let her win. Did you tell her that, though? No, I think I I think I, I, think I, I owned it, yeah. It's fine. It's the day the music died. Right. So, yeah, number four for me, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Corey, number four. Yep. Yeah. Also, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, uh, okay. the only game that ever made my hands sore. Oh, my playing. gosh, yeah. Because I'd play, I mean, I'd marathon session that. I'd play for, like, six hours straight, and you're, you're trying to do these intense tricks, so you're really gripping the controller. And the controllers back then weren't nearly as comfortable as they are now. Even, no. you know, even though the PlayStation controller was kind of designed to be comfortable in your hands, it still wasn't really very comfortable in your hands. Yeah. So. Nope. And the soreness was between, like, your thumb and index finger. Yeah. And you'd spread it, and you could just feel the, the tightness in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Weird feeling. Said... It's giving me the willies thinking about it. <laughs> you know, it gets when you spread them, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Right in the willies. Yeah. 
All right, well, number four. My number four is also Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh. So, okay. Which you guys just both talked about. I didn't remember playing it a whole lot. I remember we played a Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I, remember I played a lot of it. But uh, other than that, I didn't remember a lot of it. Yeah, I remember it becoming a lot easier once the the first DualShock controller came out with mm-hmm. the two the two thumbsticks. Yeah. Uh, it, it being a lot easier to pull off some of the moves on there. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think I was ever any good at it either. Yeah. Because I was probably like six yeah when i played it yeah because it, it was it was 13 years ago that it came out yeah so you're probably too busy getting beat up by your other friend kyle <laughs> threatening to fight me yeah who was uh, two and a half feet taller than you and 160 pounds heavier yep easily mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh number three for me was metal gear solid um it was uh, I I didn't write developed. It was developed by Konami Computer Entertainment Japan and published by Konami. Uh, It was regarded as one of the most important games of all time, even today, uh, by a lot of people, uh, because it popularized stealth games. They had never had quite quite the recognition they they got until after this game. Uh, I remember loving Metal Gear Solid. I actually borrowed it from a friend for a little while before I, I bought it myself because it was such a good game. Um. Yeah, I just it was the first type of game I ever I'd ever played like that. I just remember, uh, you know, calling, making noise to uh, get the uh, the attention of the enemy troops, and you know, luring them into a trap and killing them, and 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 making sure the the body was was hidden. So mm-hmm. knocking uh, on the wall. Yeah. Not yeah. Knocking on the wall. Wasn't there something with blowing smoke too? Oh, I think I think I think you had to watch your breath when it was cold because they could see your breath if you if you were yeah. somewhere where your breath was visible. Maybe. Yeah, I kind of remember that, Dan. I, okay. I can't confirm it, but I, it sounds right. right. It sounds familiar. It feels good. There's been a couple like re-releases of this game too. So your footprints too in the snow. Yeah. Footprints oh, yeah. is another That's one right. that would attract attention of en- enemy soldiers. Yeah, I tell you what, they're onto something. Yeah, uh, which I mean, a lot of that stuff is still kind of used today in, in stealth games. So. I'm just thinking of The Last of Us, um, like throwing a rock. Yeah, to, in to a different a, spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like knocking on a wall. Yep, to to draw attention yeah. to something or away from something else. Right. I mean, the box was used in Saints Row Four. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I need to buy <laughs> just that. a box. <laughs> okay, so that's my number three, Corey. Number three. My number three, boy, this is an easy conversation to have because it's also Metal Gear Solid. Oh, uh, I always feel like I always feel like a wiener putting these games on my list because it's kind of like a cop out, but you know it is my top five list. Yeah. Um, that one's not in my pantheon, as I put it. Right. So, you know, I still put it on there. I didn't put, like, Final Fantasy VII on here or anything. No, I didn't either. Um, Same. Yeah. Uh, definitely, for all the reasons Dan just mentioned, it's it's probably gameplay-wise the best game on, on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, it still looked really good, and it was just it was a blast. Apparently, uh, I think that's also available. It's a, it's on PSN and maybe not iOS, but I think it's on PSN nowadays. So, yeah, uh, if you, if you wanna want to go back and play that one, that's a series that I want to go back and Metal play. Metal Gear Solid. I have Metal Gear Four. Right. I just never played it. Still, I don't. And Five I, looks awesome. Yeah, and they just I think they just put out like a collectors an, an anthology. Yeah, type of thing. Okay. That I'd like to get, but. God knows. Yeah, I mean, I've only right. played Metal Gear Solid and 
uh, Metal Gear 4 was the only ones. Yeah. But I loved them. Yeah. Yeah, they seem like games you'd probably like a lot, Corey. Yeah, Japanese. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, number three. Um, I do not have Metal Gear on that one, so we got a oh, little bit good. different one. Um, I have Frogger. Oh. Okay. Um, I once again don't remember this game very well, but I do remember playing Frogger a lot and against people. My wife was big into Frogger on PlayStation. She probably played with me probably. quite a bit. Probably. So that's probably who I remember playing a lot. She's probably the only one that would. Yeah. I'm sure. Because I, I mean, I played a little bit, but I you she, she was into Frogger. So. Yeah, you guys wouldn't. You'll treat me like crap. Well, of course you? not. Well, <laughs> well, there was that. Plus, it was Frogger. Right. That's not true, Will. I treated you like crap until... The video. The video. <laughs> what video? And then I changed. That's true. You did. Is this video worth getting into? The Christmas video? Where everybody was giving me so much crap and I was getting so frustrated and Allison videotaped it? Is that Christmas? Oh, I think I've seen it. She Probably. tries to show people. Yeah, but I don't remember it. We'll talk it about it It makes later. me want to kill myself. We'll, <laughs> we, Why? We'll talk about it this weekend when we're drunk. <laughs> We'll we'll have some feelings. Yeah, well, I might not it's, be there. It's the, the saddest thing known to mankind. Just because everybody's being so mean to Will on Christmas. Yeah, well, it's it's not even the fact that we were mean. I mean, were you part of this barrage that he was getting, Corey? Not as not, bad as no. some people were, uh, but I, I was in it and I participated in the. Of course, well, why wouldn't you? Everybody else was doing it in the belittling of a four-year-old. <laughs> so Kyle was over at your house for Christmas then. <laughs> yeah. He was. Just Will's Will's frustration <laughs> in that video breaks your heart. <laughs> As a four-year-old on Christmas, a four-year-old. I, I mean, and I give him credit because he's trying to he's trying to go toe to toe with a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> and uh, you know we get the better of him. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, he was probably all built up for Christmas, so his his spirits were high. Yeah. Oh, and Eric, you, I'm gonna cry. Stop it. Yeah. Well. I was going to compare it to, like, how I might get at the end of a Bills game. Like, when things are going well, you know what I mean? Right. When you're feeling good. Yeah. If he had already woke up feeling like shit, or if the guilt, the Bills got blown out, which I've always said I preferred, that's what I would liken it to. Right. Yeah. But he was all pumped for Christmas, and you really brought him down, Corey, quite a bit. Sure. You should feel yeah, bad. definitely did. Even Dan gave me crap. Dan? Uh, I don't think he was that... I think you just told me to leave him alone in the video. Probably. <laughs> you're, I think you were reading. That sounds more like it. I think you were reading. <laughs> because one person who remained nameless was the main one culprit giving me crap. And you weren't as involved. There was a little bit of Corey and a little bit of uh, one of our cousins. Okay. But to be fair, though, my friends do say now nah, I don't get phased by anything that they give well, me yeah. crap for because I was so used to we, it when we, I was a young age. We were preparing you for for later life. Yeah, my friends don't even give me crap because I don't, it just rolls off You don't respond, yeah. Yeah, they don't even. I'm surprised because I don't, I don't think it rolls off your back too much here. Too much? Here. Well, I mean, my, I was joking about the last one. Yeah, but still. It's because when we do it here, it uh, brings Brings back back memories. memories. (laughs) Oh, it reminds them of Christmas Day? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm going to stop. Did you do your number three? Frogger. Frogger, okay. Yeah, because Val played with me. That's the right. The only one. Okay. Thank you, Val. I'll tell you later yeah. when I see you again. I think again. we still have that game somewhere. Yeah, we probably I've do. It. I've seen I'll it floating around. Yeah. But yeah. I, I was look. always god-awful at that game. I don't uh, know what it was. It I took just, a little brain power. Yeah, you know, you'd, 
I just didn't have the motor skills to be able to see the cars coming in the directions uh-huh. yeah. and moving your guy all at once. He struggled. Well, oh, yeah. The only thing I really remember from that game was the beehives. Yeah. And then uh, if you got too close, they'd attack you. I must yeah. have been past the first level. I, don't, I think that was a... I don't even remember. But, yeah, Frogger. That was my a, number three. That was a cool game. Definitely. Okay. Uh, number two. My number two is Final Fantasy Nine. Developed and published by Squaresoft, came out on November thirteenth, two thousand. It's kind of a throwback to older Final Fantasy games as far as the setting and characters go. Uh, it was not my favorite Final Fantasy on the PS one. Obviously, uh, Final Fantasy seven and Tactics were even eight. I t- probably, in most cases, would say I like better. But uh, kind of now that I look back on it, I do remember the game fondly and enjoying the story and the characters and stuff. Uh, it, I think also, though, that it had such high expectations for me that when I played it, I was slightly disappointed, but I, I do think it's it's still a good game, and I look fondly uh, on it, upon it at this point. Uh, that's all, uh, available on PSN also, so if you want to give Final Fantasy IX a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, another game that I that I did buy when it when it came out because I was so excited for Final Fantasy because I like Final Fantasy VII so much. Uh, and like I said, at that time, I wasn't really buying games when they launched, so. That was something new Yeah, for that you. was back in the day. 2000, I was only 16, so. Wow. Yep. There you go. Yep. So, any other thoughts on Final Fantasy IX? No. No. Cor- no. Corey, number two. <laughs> I kid you not, my number two is Final Fantasy IX. Are you, ki- are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even kidding. Let's scrap um, the episode. Yep. Throw in the trash. Go ahead. Eric doesn't even have anything. That <laughs> that is is one of the underrated Final Fantasies in a lot of people nowadays. I still see people commenting on it saying how how great of a game it was. Honestly, I don't really remember. I remember playing it and beating it because um, I've always had that in my head that that's one of the Final Fantasies that I've beaten. I don't have to go back and play it. Yeah. Um, but I I remember very little of it. But one thing that really sticks out is like the opening sequence where yeah. you're like a, a theater troupe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you're part of an acting troupe. That's a, that's a great opening, and there's the uh, the button prompts to do the sword fight and stuff like that. You remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, that was really cool. And you kind of, I don't know if you remember if you if you remember Dan, if you like chose how you wanted to play out the scene because it was all part of a heist or something like that. I can't yeah, even remember. It was. I don't know. Oh God! I mean, it, like I said, it was like 13 years ago that when it came out. I remember. All I remember is that the is it is it princess because the Garnet is the other character that's involved, the princess, and it's her 16th birthday. Um, that well, that part I read, you know, when I was doing my research. But mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, like she gets kidnapped during that, and I think your acting troupe kind of gets blamed for it. But I don't think you. That's not what you were doing. I think you have to escape because you're getting blamed for it. Mm. If I remember correctly, or maybe you go yeah. after the maybe you go after the kidnappers. I th- yeah, I think she gets caught up in it somehow, and you end up with her, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, we can't bring her back because they'll kill us. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. I don't remember exactly what you're there looking for, though. I probably should have looked it up, but yeah, it's more what fun you, to try and do, remember. Man? It is fun to try and remember. Like I said, I do remember remember fondly. You know, the Final Fantasy Nine, but even though it wasn't my favorite PlayStation Final Fantasy, and uh, Zidane is one of the better main characters. Yeah. Just a, a fun-loving free spirit. 
I liked all the characters. I liked Vivi. Uh, Vivi was a little bit naive. Uh, Vivi was the black mage. What? A, yeah, and a cool uh, design for yeah, Vivi as well. Yeah, exactly. Because that because that kind of harkened back to the the black mages from the like older games, you know. Yep. So that was that was really cool. Steiner. Steiner, yeah. <laughs> There's German. All good characters in that game. So, yeah. Damn, I'm gonna go back and play it now. I, I yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'll uh, buy a copy off of Amazon, legally back it up, and play it on my tablet. There you go. So it's a good idea, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing your number one, Dan, just to hear if it's the same as mine. It okay, is. I hope it isn't. But, but it go might, ahead. It Will. might be. Go ahead. Number two, Will. If it is, I quit. Uh, my number two is Crash Bandicoot. Um, I once again don't remember which one we had. I think we had the first one. two. One. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I played the first one. Um, that was a platformer from Naughty Dog, one of Naughty Dog's earliest games. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. They've come a long way. They Haven't have. they just come a ways? Making The Last of Us and Uncharted. But um, I don't. You know, What's up? Sorry. You know who the lead, uh, the game, the Crash Bandicoot director was? Who? Jason Rubin. The oh, holy crap. president of THQ. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's Dang. cool. <laughs> Former president of THQ. Yeah, I did. He got hired by someone else, didn't he? Uh, Comes to yeah, athletes. Sure. I think he were, he's, I think he's, he's working somewhere working for someone awesome. else, or maybe he started his own indie game company. Mm-hmm. Or he he's an intern for the Thumbstick Athletes. That's exactly <laughs> entry level job. He's our gopher. <laughs> he gets us donuts and coffee. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was a fun game. Okay. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed the the Crash Bandicoot. That they tried to kind of, they tried to portray crash bandicoot as the mario of playstation they did which never really panned out but it was still a cool game regardless yeah yeah because it, it looked, looked pretty for the time yeah yeah i did i was watching some videos at school today on my break and i was like i remember this game so much fun yeah remember when he gets the mask Wunderbar. yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah good. uh yeah the like i said they, they they tried to portray crash bandicoot as the playstation mascot but i thought the character from my number one game should have been the mascot and that Spyro year, the dragon, uh, from insomniac games, uh, published by Sony computer entertainment came out October 23rd, 2000. It's of course, the 3d platformer starring the adolescent purple dragon Spyro. Um, at this point, I really don't remember much about remember much about it. It was a long time ago. I haven't played it since I do. Uh, but I loved, loved Spyro. I just remember just, Absolutely love Spyro. Well, that's my number one. So oh, yeah, I remember the spaces of the storyline even. Okay, I know you had to collect a bunch of eggs. Well, well what happened was no. It was, yeah, you had to collect golden eggs. That was part of it. But yeah. what happened was was Nasty Nork. He was the main bad <laughs> Nasty guy. Nasty Nork. He froze all of the elder dragons. Okay, and you have to go around the world and save them and thaw them turns out. Turns them to stone. I thought. Yeah, he turns them to stone. Yeah, it's whatever, and you have to uh, go and free them. Okay. And you go to the different worlds, and you got to collect all the eggs and the gems and stuff like that, and you unlock all the secret worlds, and yeah. yeah. It was an awesome game. Yeah, um, it was. Dan, you said Spyro Year of the Dragon, or just Spyro the Dragon? Spyro Year of the Dragon was, was Spyro, Spyro, the first one. Oh, that's the original? Yeah. Well, then we have the same number one. Really? Hey, we do. Yeah. I knew Spyro it. the Dragon. Um. For for a lot of the same reasons, the animation in that game really cool at the time. Uh, I, I remember it 
very specifically because that was one of those games that even if you had beaten it a bunch of times, you could just like sit down and play some more Spyro. Yeah, because um, there was all, it always seemed like there was something more to explore in that game because it had and, such a big uh, world. Yeah, and like Will said, all the collectibles and stuff, like finding all the gems, and some of that stuff was really hard to get to. There was one level, it was called like Treetop something or other, I oh can't remember. Oh my god, we have to do the running on the yeah. the speed things? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, do the, the speed jumps and the glides and everything has to be perfect. That was so um, hard. And and it's it works kind of like Mario 64 in that some of the some of the collectible stuff and the stuff you need to 100% the game is really hard to find. Yeah. It's not even immediately apparent where it is. Yeah. Um, but another thing I want to say about that game is the voice acting for its time was really, really good with all the dragons when they right. come out and they talk to you. It was almost like Disney movie quality voice yeah. acting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's about all I have to say about that. That's on PSN as well, right? Yes, that yeah. is on PSN. Also, you know, Spyro kind of turned into the Skylanders giant that it is, you know, that it is nowadays. Yeah. Which I still want to get into and play, but Wait, who knows if that's going to happen. I was thinking about this with Watch Dogs getting delayed. I was thinking of, I've wanted to play Spyro really, really bad, and if that's out on PSN, I don't know, because with Xbox, they're not having their, their, old games. their old games on there, but if it's on PSN, they do, I'm going to get Spyro when it comes out, so and probably play that as my single-player game. Yeah, So. Okay, so, so Spyro. Eric? PS4 is going the way of Wii U. <laughs> I thought Wii U had a better launch launch lineup than uh, than, than PS4. Yeah. But Eric, number one, uh, my one and only game is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Okay, uh, I bought the, I rebought that when it came out on the Xbox Live Arcade. I, you had it for Engage too, I think. Did I? Yeah, I think so <laughs> and Nokia Engage. Yep. Rare, Larry Rip. Yeah. Rip Larry. Um. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier on, but it's uh, just, I think that's just one of those games that everybody that played it loved. Yeah. Nothing not to like. It was nothing like you'd ever played before, but skateboarding into the forefront, which I think probably brought some more video gamers aboard. Probably, know? yeah. Skateboarders who were like, hey, there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a video, video game, game here, about and skateboarding. it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a, it was a great uh, game. Not to mention great soundtrack. Soundtrack was amazing. Yes. Um, what was that? Why was that the one that had Winona's Big Brown Beaver, I or was know. it Jerry was a race car driver? By uh, and, uh, I don't know the names of the songs. I just remember the songs themselves. What's the uh, the band Primus? Primus. Yeah, I think it had Jerry was a race car driver, which okay. was a great jam. Yeah, um, can't forget Goldfinger's Goldfinger. Superman. Yeah, that yeah. was that was my favorite one that I would try and I I played that one repeatedly. But man. There's, Ahead, Restart Corey. the level until you get Superman. Yeah, as a song. <laughs> what a great game! Just all the challenges in it, and you know, controlled really well. It too. did. Everything about it was fantastic for yeah. the time. The graphics. It still it holds up pretty well yeah. if you want to get it on your Xbox. But uh, and they've done it. The HD version, right? Yeah, they've yeah. done an HD remake. That's the one I got. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, nice. I don't think we need to talk too much more about Tony Hawk. All right. Well, let's stage. go back over our list real quick. You want me to start at I mean, number five? Yeah, or? yeah, number one. Number one, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> uh, my number five, Driver. Uh, number four, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Number three, Metal Gear Solid. Number two, Final Fantasy IX. Number one, Spyro. Corey, what was your list? Chrono Cross and four through one is what Dan just said. Yep, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy IX, and Spyro. Will, 
Um, my five is Twisted Metal, four is Tony Hawk Pro Skater, three Frogger, two Crash Bandicoot, and one Spyro the Dragon. At least Will had some different games on his list. <laughs> yeah, thank God. I've got some honorable mentions we can get into. Yeah, we do have to get into that. Because there was a lot of games that could have made my list and probably should have made my list, it should have been a 10-game list. Because I did play a ton of games from the PS1. So that was the first system I bought myself and bought all my video, my own games for. So go ahead, Corey. Uh, I mean, well, right off the bat, I have to say Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy VII, which yeah. would be one and two yep. on this list if I allowed myself to put them on this list. Definitely. Um, but speaking of Square games, uh, Front Mission 3 is one I've only played recently, really. it was I think it was last year. I downloaded on, uh, downloaded on the PSN when I had my PS3 because I had heard it was like uh, mech Final Fantasy Tactics. And that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's it's a strategy RPG with mechs. It's a lot of fun. Um, graphics don't really hold up, but those kind of games aren't really about that anyway. Yeah. The gameplay is really deep. There's there's a lot of uh, strategy involved and uh, upgrading of your, your mechs and stuff like that. And the story is really interesting. Um, so that was definitely an honorable mention. Didn't play it enough to really rank it on my list. So I won't. Um, I also had Dan. I had Driver as an honorable mention. Okay. Um, did did that do like the the what's what's the view? What what kind of view would you call that in that game? What do you mean? The view of you driving is that like an iso not isometric um, third person? Third person is that? Did that the driver do third person driving before Grand Theft Auto? I think because Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto Three came out for PS Two. Okay, so Driver, Driver came out before the the yeah. before that. So yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if they kind of came up well because I think they took the more racing game type of view uh, for the game. So right. like it had been done before, but not in that that type of game. You know? Yeah, I mean it was like a. a third free uh what's the word open world open world yep third person one of the first open world third person driving games yep uh which is pretty pretty impressive yeah impressive feat. great game too um i also had crash bandicoot on my honorable mention uh grand theft auto 2 oh was that on playstation I, yeah i think i rented that at some point okay yeah that was the the when they were still doing the top down top down and you could just it was like uh uh smash tv you just get your machine gun or whatever and spin around and spray bullets. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. I also had Vagrant Story. Yeah. Um, action RPG that had great style. It was sort of like a vintage, took, kind of took place in the catacombs of something like a France or something like that. I think it was actually, was it Evil Ace from Evil Ace? It might have been. Wasn't I, that the setting? I had that game and I just, I remember nothing about it. There was five or six games that were on a lot of people's lists that I owned, and I know I owned, but I I have no memory of. Yeah, I mean, and that's it was, that's one another, of them. Vagrant Story is one of them. It's another uh, Square game that at the time I was like, oh, these guys make Final Fantasy. I'm gonna love this RPG. Uh, it's not really a, like that. It's it's more of the focus is more on puzzle solving. Yeah. Um, there's little interaction with other characters or anything like that, other than. Um, actually, I don't I don't recall you ever interacting with anybody. But there's also a big focus on crafting. Um, and you're essentially just going through these catacombs, solving this puzzle and these puzzles, and, and doing your thing. It's it's a really unique game. I don't. Did, they never came out with a sequel or anything for that, did they? Not that I'm aware of. I don't think they did. 
Um, and my last honorable mention, Legend of Dragoon. Uh, RPG I poured a ton of hours into but never yeah. beat. This is also on PSN if you're interested. Uh, had really good graphics for the time. I don't remember too much about it. I remember some of the characters. One of the guys had like green armor and had a lance that he'd spin around and attack people with. But it's another JRPG. Uh, you could transform into dragoons, which is an important part of the game. And a lot of it had to do with timing, like quick time events with, with timing, pressing the X button and stuff like that to to do certain things. But it's, uh, it's another good one that a lot of people seem to also have on there. Yeah. Most fond. Another one that I had, but I have zero memory of. Just yeah. I actually, and I remember liking I remember, it. Yeah, I had it. I think, I don't remember. We had it or something like that, and I played it. And then we sold it or something, and then like a few years later, I was like, "Man, I want to go back and play that game." And yeah. we got it again, but it was like after a new generation. I was like, "This game sucks." Right? Yeah. Didn't now. didn't really hold up at the at the time. Right with the second go around, but, my, but uh, right now. I had I have fond memories of it back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one more. Sorry, I forgot. This was actually in my top five kind of jumble before I had assigned numbers to them. Uh-huh. Uh, but Hot Shots Golf. Oh, oh, my wife mentioned that. That probably would have made my list. Yeah, that was a great game. That can be my number two. Okay. She she did mention it in the in the, the Facebook thread, I noticed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll talk um, about it during feedback. Actually titled Everybody's Golf in Japan, which is a strange name. Um, but I, that game was so good. And I actually watched some, some gameplay footage of it from back in the day. And, of course, it looks dated and stuff. But... It, it, the Hot Shots Golf games of the PlayStation era are far superior than anything we'll see in Tiger Woods in terms of just making golfing fun. Yeah. It, it really simplified it. Yeah. I really like Tiger Woods. I think I had Tiger Woods 2009, maybe, for Xbox, and it was awesome. But you're right. that the, There's something about and, – and Mario Golf, too, I, I kind of put it in yeah. charm. Yeah. Charm, exactly. Yep. yep. I mean, when you start putting uh, golf courses behind paywalls in, in Tiger Woods, it yeah. kind of yeah, takes away from that. That's awful. No, there's some charm in that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that that was definitely, that that could be in my top five. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a good, good game. I've got a couple honorable mentions also. Uh, Tomb Raider, the very first Tomb Raider. Uh, that that me and, me and Graham used to sneak into his brother's room and play his PlayStation when his brother was, was not home. Uh, before I had my own PlayStation, I had a lot of fond memories playing the original Tomb Raider. Uh, the original Resident Evil also uh, oh, yeah. is another one that we would sneak into Graham's brother's room and play his PlayStation while he was gone. Uh, there was uh, a long list or in the list of games that I have that I have no memory of that were on a lot of other people's lists were uh, Fear Effect, yeah. which I had and don't remember. I don't think I played that. Uh, Siphon Filter. Which I also had and don't remember. What was Fear Effect? That Fear, sounds familiar. Fear Effect was, it was like a science fictiony puzzle type of game, action adventure. I think. Like I said, I, I have I have zero memory of it, so I couldn't put it on my list. I don't think I ever ended up beating it. I don't think I beat Siphon Filter either, but Fear Effect I think had like. Uh, I, I'm not even going to presume to know, but... I'm looking at it now, Dan. We'll figure this out. Okay. I know I had it, and I know I played it and didn't beat it. Was Siphon Filter the one that was, um, like, that, Parasite Eve? It was like a third-person shooter, Siphon Filter was, I think. Is it the one that had... Did it have a cover mechanic? 
I think so. I think people want them to make more of those. Siphon filter? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, those games I are on my honorable mentions because I know I had them. I know, like, I kind of liked them. I never beat any of them, uh, but they're also on a lot of people's uh, top PlayStation games. So, yeah. Any other honorable mentions? What are you uh, coming the up? Chat with? has some. Okay, let's hear it. Tenchu Stealth Assassin. I'm not familiar at all. I'm. I heard a Tenchu. I'm not familiar, I'm not familiar at all with it either. Um, and the other one, Bushido Blade. Bushido Blade. Bushido. Remember that? That was a square game, right? I think so. Yeah. What was that one where you were you played as the ninja? Ninja Gaiden. Bushido Blade. No, it was like a almost kind of. It was kind of cartoony. Was it Bushido Blade? I, no. I think that's Bushido Blade. Game. It was something the samurai. The last samurai. No. I'm not gonna remember it. It's not Bushido oh, Blade. It's not Bushido Blade. I, 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 the game you're thinking of, Dan, is the game I thought was Bushido Blade. Okay, yeah, it's same like here, Corey. It's almost like it's like Sam, Sammy the Ninja, or not Sammy, but something the Ninja or something the Samurai. It'd be Sammy the Samurai. Shit, no, it's not that. Uh, it's gonna bug me. Oh, uh. Musashi. Musashi. Brave, brave, Musashi. brave Fencer Musashi. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That was a fun game, too. And another one that I, I owned and d- didn't play for very long and then tr- traded it in or whatever. Uh, but that was that was a cool game, too. Brave Fencer that, Musashi. Yeah, that was the Square game I was thinking of. Yes. It, I guess Bushido Blade is also a Square game. Well, Square made a ton of games for the PS1. Apparently. So all games i've played too <laughs> i know well like i said that was the first system i bought myself and i pretty much bought every new game that came out how much was that sucker the playstation it was kind of cheap at that point because it had been out for a little while okay i think i want to say i paid a hundred bucks oh. or maybe 150 for it when okay. i bought it um but it was it was after I had started working, so I was sixteen. So it was yeah. it was late nineteen ninety nine, maybe early two thousand, yeah. when I bought it, and I bought myself a TV. And then, like I said, I bought pretty much every new game that came out at that point. Uh, I think I bought a new game like every week because I didn't have anything to spend my money on because mm-hmm. I was just a I was just a punk teenager, so. making fun of your brother on Christmas. <laughs> right, exactly. Just so. to quickly run down the games that square made uh apparently all of the good ones for for the playstation yeah. uh, final fantasy 7 of course bushido blade uh final fantasy tactics saga frontier do you guys remember saga frontier vaguely i know the name yeah front I... mission um xeno gears xeno gears was another one i wanted to put on the honorable mentions yeah parasite eve brave fencer musashi uh vagrant I... story i also had parasite eve uh, what was the other one? Oh, Legend of Mana for the PlayStation. Chrono Cross. Um, yeah, that's a good good library for the PlayStation by yeah. Square. Yeah, that's where they they made their name. Late Super Nintendo, early PlayStation era. So, okay. Any other thoughts on uh, PS One games, fellas? No, no sir. Okay. Doing this made me want to go back and play all these. PS4 oh, I know. Games again. I actually, I it's funny because when I was, I, I made a list of all the the PlayStation games that I want to, you know, try and play again. <laughs> well, now that you're gonna have your PSN machine, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's. I said that in the chat. I'm like, I'm just gonna get the PS4 and just download a bunch of PSN games. I put, which is fun. 
I put sure. uh, Fear Effect on there. Suicoden Su- Su- 2. Siphon Filter, Vagrant Story, Parasite Eve, Valkyrie Profile, Lunar 2, Eternal Blue, Lunar Silver Star Story, which I had and didn't really play that much, and then Xenogears. So I added I like have, uh, eight games to my PlayStation want to play list. And I a lot of those Lunar... are available on PSN. So, Sorry, I have, I have Lunar Silver Star Story on my phone. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it a remake? Yeah, it's just a port. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our what we played this week right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 117 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week segment. Now, Eric, I want you to go first only because I want to hear your updated thoughts about Beyond Two Souls. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I'm so glad I played this right before before we yeah, started. It's fresh, it's, fresh it's in your real mind, real fresh in my mind. Um, so I guess I'll give it. If you want me to give it a number score, as I was playing the the end of it tonight, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you know, I, I'm thinking a seven. Okay. And then it kept going and going. It did not get any more interactive, really. <laughs> And you only made one real choice that mattered at the very end. But I really liked that choice a lot. Okay. And as I kept playing it, I was like, I'll give it an 8, I think. Okay. I'm thinking 8.5 is where my, my final number would be for it. Um, if you if you had to quantify yeah, it Yeah, if a I number. were to put a number on it, I guess it would be 8.5. I really, really enjoyed the last few chapters a lot. Okay. Um, it was still a bit too sci-fi-y for me. I'm not really into that, but that's just because of me, not because of them doing anything wrong with it. I'm just not into the sci-fi general genre very much. Uh-huh. Um, but I really, really liked the ending a lot, and my heart was kind of racing through it, and I almost teared up, but my girlfriend was there. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, and I told her ahead of time. I was like, you know, I've heard that some people have cried the ending of this, but you're here, so I'm probably not going to be able to. And she just, like, shook her head at me. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, because if you start crying, your penis is going to disintegrate back into your body. <laughs> Do you think that you'll you'll be able to get her to understand that there is games that have such no. a touching story that they can make people cry? It's funny you say that, Dan, because I, I was listening to Adam, I think it was Adam Carolla today, uh-huh. and his guest was talking about how his girlfriend said to him, and I think this is a good way to look at relationships, um, she said to him, he's really into football. She was never a fan, but she said she like likes him as a person so much and thinks he's smart that if he finds something that interesting, then it must be worth her looking into. Okay, that's kind of a cool mentality to take. Yeah, I think it's different than what most people look at. Yeah, and I told her that, and it didn't change her mind. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. She tried to sit there with me while I was playing. And granted, she hadn't watched any of the rest of it, so it's probably right. it like meant nothing to yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, the, I, don't, I can't really talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it for yeah. people. But I wish that I knew somebody else that had beat this game because it, there's a ton of room for discussion okay. about a lot of different things. Like real-life stuff and video game stuff that it, that it brings to the table. Um, like I said, if this game had more interaction and more 
choice that mattered in it, I would have been really, really happy with it. Because I liked the story a lot. Uh, like I said, not so much the sci-fi stuff. Um, but the human part of it, I really, really enjoyed. And if, if it had just brought a little more interaction and meaningful choice to it, and not nearly as linear as it was, I could have liked it a lot more. And I was getting really frustrated tonight with the combat controls, too. Okay. Because it's hard to always tell which way her body momentum is leaning. Yeah. And sometimes I felt like I flicked the stick the right way, and it still didn't (laughs) work. But like I said before, there's not really any repercussion for doing it wrong. The battle just lasts longer. Right. But either way, I think... It's definitely something that is not for everybody. It's probably not for a lot of people. Corey? Like I said before, Corey being into like movie script and writing and you know just movies in general, the script is still pretty cheesy okay. and predictable. So I don't know as if he's going to find it as enjoyable as I did Right. being dumber than Corey. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Heavy Rain. Do you think there's enough crossover? I I don't remember thinking in Heavy Rain, wow, this is a stupid script. I wouldn't say it's a stupid script. It's just predictable. Can you deal with that? Like, kind of yeah. knowing what they're going to say oh, before I they could, say it? I could totally deal with predictable as long All as right. it still moves me. I don't... If I had to guess, I'd say Corey's not going to like this game. Okay. I guess I'll play it be, this weekend and beat it. <laughs> You could, honestly. If you could play it in one sitting, that would be probably how they'd prefer you to play it. Oh, really? Uh, what's the What's the gameplay oh, time like? Ten hours? Eleven and a half. I could play that. that. I could play that in one sitting. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie, so I yeah. mean, you want to if you could it's experience a, it in one sitting and stay focused. It's a entire Lord of the Rings extended edition yeah. marathon, basically, is the with time frame some you're linear at. interaction with some and one important choice at the very end. Okay. Uh, I think it's something that people should play. If you're interested in something really different, something artistic, um, if you have an open mind to something that you you should appreciate, just the mere fact that they tried to do something like this and do it so differently than other things, uh, I think it, I think it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think people should go in expecting a video game because it's, honestly it's not a video game. Right. I could not quantify it as a video game. It's it's not even an, inter- an interactive video game. It's a movie. I, right. I don't know. I'm, I, I've got my fingers crossed for a, like a Gaikai PS4 release for, for this yeah. game. Because so, I, I do want to play it. Yeah, it's worth playing. Even just for, the, for Ellen Page's performance. And some of the chapters were fucking awesome. Right. Really, really good. Um, I liked more of it than I disliked. Okay. Favorite chapter? I liked the one... With the homeless folks. And I, I, I mentioned what it was last week. If you go back and listen to what my three favorite chapters were so far. Um, I can't remember off the top they of my were, head. So they're still the same, basically? There were two, two, a couple of the ones that I played tonight were really, were, really were good. Were really good, there. too. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I, I really liked the direction the ending went, and which I said would probably determine how I felt about the game. Uh, eight and a half out of ten if I was going to give it a number. I really liked the choice at the end. Um, I really wish I had somebody that I could talk to about okay. it. Well, hopefully someday we'll be we'll yeah. get to do a hangover. Because I'm it. pretty clear on what happened. There's one thing I don't love that they did that I really can't talk about because it's that would be a major spoiler. Right. Um. But yeah, 
I'm I'm excited for Michael to finish it because oh there you go maybe we can then you could have someone to talk do to some about kind it. of Facebook chat or something of the sort yeah. um yeah play it though I mean just appreciate it for what it is don't go in expecting a video game go in ex- expecting to press buttons every now and again but watch something artistic with with really good acting and just appreciate that it's different okay and they're trying to do something creative so all right excellent yeah and- I'm satisfied. Okay. Worth 60 bucks? That's if, a kind if of If you have the attitude where I do, where you're okay with paying that just because you're putting your money behind something that is creative and you want to, you know, put yourself behind that, especially knowing the, the game they made before that and yeah. wh- what kind of game that is, knowing the potential that that company has, then yes, it's worth 60 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. You okay, Will? I'm laughing at Corey's oh, comment. Oh. All right. He's, he's doing some chat with with Michael. Uh-huh. Apparently, football managers got him by the nuts. Oh, yeah. The dangly bits, as yeah, Corey puts it. I can understand that. Yeah, I those, mean, those FIFA's got games. me, too. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you. FIFA was the other game oh, you yeah. to talk about. Well, I planned on beating Beyond last night. Okay. Because the girlfriend had schoolwork to do. Uh-huh. I had been thinking all day about my FIFA career mode and where I was at as like the meat and potatoes of what I love about it. And I'm in the off season. I ended up winning the Premier League. I also won the Champions League. And I came in second for the FA Cup, I think it was. But yeah, so I did pretty well. But all the games were good, you know what I mean? It was never a blowout. All the games were really good. Um, the Oh, and I didn't know this, but... Did I tell you before that I got hired as the United States manager? No, for the, I don't yeah. think so. It's pretty cool. Like, you know, that you you start as a manager and you build your way up and you get a reputation. So I got approached by Egypt to be the manager of their national team. Turned it down, waiting for a better offer. I didn't expect it to be the United States, but it happened that that was the next team that approached me. I was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. So I said yes, of course, and I. Uh, these games start popping up on, on my calendar, and it's World Cup. And I'm like, well, shit, you get to play the World Cup tournament in it, which is like a whole nother yeah, level, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's a whole nother level of the game. So I ended up playing through the World Cup, and I won it. Really? But, like, all the games, you start in the group stage. I was one-to-one with Italy, one-to-one against Czech Republic, I think it was, and I needed to win my last game to go on to the next round, and I ended up winning it very late. Uh, 93rd minute goal, I think it was, to, to win it, wow. to go to the next round. And, yeah, all the games were just really close, and that's what I love about it. Even playing the computer, the games are competitive, and you never feel like uh, you're definitely going to win just because you're playing the computer. And, it, yeah, I ended up winning the World Cup with the United States, which will never happen. So. <laughs> right. At least not in the near not future. Not in our lifetime. I highly doubt it. So, yeah, that was another really cool thing that I discovered you could do in it. Uh, made a lot of transfers, picked up some good dudes, picked up, uh, for our soccer fans, I picked up Kareem Benzema. I bought him from Real Madrid for like $38 million. I had to sell one of my favorite players, uh, Olivier Giroud, to get him, but it's an upgrade. So, uh-huh. And it's cool because like, the, they'll, they'll send you news from around the world, and it says the fans and upper management of Arsenal Football Club are clamoring for a new striker. And, like, they kept sending me emails about it and saying that we needed to improve the team there. So I was like, well, shit, I guess I better. Yeah. So I made some moves and got enough money together where I could get somebody decent. And uh, 
ah, man, I just want to go home and play it. Yeah. You know, get my new guys out there. I got a lot of good young prospects right now. I went young to build for the future. Nice. I just love that shit. Why didn't you go for Gareth Bale? That's what uh, M. Nels just said. I mean, you know. I know. I, I, said, I didn't know if he saw it. Yeah, he said how much he went for in real life. He went for $100 million, which wow. is ridiculous. That's a lot of dough. I bought Benzema for $38 million. I was looking at some other strikers, but, like, I offered Manchester United, I think, $40 million for Wayne Rooney, and that wasn't enough. So, I mean, the prices are steep. If you're going to – if you want to buy somebody good, it's – and that's another cool thing about it. You got to really work the money and sell yeah. and play. You got you have to be willing to sell players if you want to get somebody good. So you really got to be careful on what you do there. Um, but that's what I love about it. God, the front office stuff is so addicting. Like I don't I didn't want to play the games that were coming up. I was just like I just want to keep right. buying and selling players. You Which know is I mean? you know like you know Michael the that's the yeah. the front office the or the uh, football, football manager twenty fourteen. Yeah. that's kind of what that that right, is. Right, right, right. And it's just that. It's just numbers yeah. and stat sheets. and That's too in-depth for me, though. Yeah, see, that's the stuff that I really like. Yeah. I like a dumbed-down version <laughs> right. of that. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. But uh, I did want to say, proudly, I did not simulate one game in that nice. first season. Okay. In any any format. National team, nothing. I played oh. all the tournaments, played all the games for the season. How many that's games? a lot of fucking games. How many games do you think it was? I'd have to look, but it's a shit ton of games. Okay. And I played them quickly. Nice. But all right, did you play anything else? I don't think so. Nothing I think that was all I played. I, I, I'm excited to get back into Grand Theft Auto now that I have Beyond Beat. Okay, Corey, are we going to talk about Guys Weekend and Roundtable? Yeah. Okay. Then never yeah, mind. Yeah, we'll get into we'll uh, we'll 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 have a roundtable discussion about it. How about cool. That? that sounds good. All right. Will, did you play anything? I did not. Okay. I have not gotten a chance. Wow. Will's been playing too much or uh, doing too much schoolwork. Anyway. Yeah. Not even anything on your phone, Will? No, I really don't like mobile gaming that much. Yeah. I don't either. There's with nothing on there that I really like. That tickles your fancy. Yeah. It's either Angry Birds knockoffs or Runner knockoffs. Or... Oh, that's not true. I suggest a lot of good mobile games. Even the good ones, though, that I know are cool, I just don't like playing yeah, them on my phone. I, yeah. Guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I get it because I would probably never play them if I didn't have a subway ride every yeah, day. Yeah, that's right. what I was going to say. If I had, like, a transit ride, it'd totally be worth it, but I don't, so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't really play anything on it. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I played more Deus Ex Human Revolution. I wanted to have it beat this week, uh, but I haven't had a lot of time so far this week to play it. Uh, I've gotten to about. 20 hours worth and oh. will i i'm actually glad you're you're here because i want to talk to you about it because i know you played it a lot yeah um i do still love deus ex i i don't like the boss battles yeah i can see why you would um yeah they feel too trial and error e type yeah uh especially not the not i mean the first boss battle was a little bit like that but the second one which i'm not even sure is is quote unquote a boss battle but it's when you're coming out of a thing and you're you get attacked by like 10 guys all at once and I, you could probably just sneak by them if you could but i wasn't set up to just sneak by them it, you come off an elevator and a bunch of guys like know you're there it's after you meet the oh, in the, china in china in the room and yep. then she tricks you out of yeah yeah, what well, what you have to do is you can just go through the vents. Well, right, but I was uh, I my, the way the way I did it is I because I didn't really realize what was going on at the time. 
and I didn't get down the stairs early enough, and it saved, like, after all the guys came into the room. So I had to fight everybody off Ooh. before I could get anywhere. And even though I was, I was, my character was kind of set up to, like, fight a little bit. It's tough. It's, yeah, because all those guys at once. And the game doesn't really lend itself well to, like, it. It's a first-person shooter, but it, it, the mechanics of the game, it, like They're it doesn't, it, it doesn't control like a Halo. No, it's yeah. more like, a, I don't even want to say Splinter Cell, but it's it's definitely like a stealth game. It do, it doesn't it, play like a first-person shooter, really. Yeah, the first-person shooting isn't that great. No, that's why I didn't do it, it too often. It, it's not set up for that. Yeah. It's it's really not. Uh, so I had a hard time with that. I, it took me probably I died. 20, 25 times before wow. I finally figured out uh, a, a pattern that I had to follow to kill all these guys all at once and, and move on to the next area. Yeah. Um, the the actual the the one of the boss battles I didn't think was that bad. The one with the, the that you fight against the the woman oh, augmented character. I hated that. One. See, I didn't mind that one as much because I didn't feel like it was as much trial and error. Like I could kind of. If if I wasn't doing well, I could kind of back off and recover my health while she was running around recharging her her strength or yeah, whatever shield or whatever. So, um, but yeah, it's really a great game. And one of the things I like about science fiction is that I feel like it it's kind of geared towards like obviously it's the future, but it's kind of it's it's going to make people aware of some of the situations that we're going to face in the coming in the future yeah. like with with you know i i can see that the 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 scenario that human revolution takes place in like something is actually going to happen probably at some point yeah so. yeah that's i mean that's that's been science fiction's forte exactly really, it's, since its inception it's yeah how it's it contextualizes things in a uh what's the word i'm looking for a more readily digestible manner yeah exactly and i th- i think that's one of the great things about science fiction you know um so yeah like if you haven't played deus ex human revolution I, I i suggest you play it because it's a great game they're coming out with the director's cut pretty soon um you know it's going to be available on like all platforms so yeah and i guess you don't there's they cut the boss but not cut the boss battles but made it so you can i heard they changed them, them. yeah uh, which which makes sense like because they don't feel like they fit in with the rest of the game. It feels like it it's feels a separate. Like, it feels thing. like yeah. Well, they outsourced it to another studio. I could see that. And it, when you enter it, it feels like it's a completely different game. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, do you think they kind of kicked themselves for that? Because I mean, Deus Ex kind of. I don't want to say uh, wasn't anticipated, but like it wasn't hyped that much. And I, you think they were just thinking like, let's just put out this game, make some money off of it. But then you know they come out with this awesome game, and then like, well, oh shit, we have these shitty boss battles. Well, no, they actually said something about that they wish they hadn't outsourced it because that they thought they had a really good game, and they felt like the boss battles made it too difficult if pe- for people who want to do the stealth way to enjoy the game more. Even me, yeah. like who wasn't like I wasn't a stealth character. I still had trouble because, like, I, the boss battles are be, would be better for, like, a, a true first-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, which it's not. You know, this is more like an RPG. It's, it's an RPG. It's – I can't really think of anything to compare it to, but it's, like, Skyrim? It's a bit of Skyrim like, and I, – I, I don't want to say Mass Effect because Mass Effect – like, it, 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 it feels – it plays like Mass Splinter Effect 1. Does yeah, it, doesn't it play a little closer to Mass Effect yeah, One? Not then, so much two then, and three, because two and three are pretty tight on controls. And right, pretty. I don't know. 
polish, I guess you can say. Mass Effect One wasn't as polished as, and I don't, I don't feel like Deus Ex is as polished as. Yeah, it, I don't it, know. It's hard to explain. It doesn't control like a first-person shooter, it's, really. It's different. Yeah, it's so, hard to explain. It really is. But don't like, let like don't, Splinter Cell. Yeah, I haven't played a Splinter Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell in a really long time. I still so want I to play Blacklist. Yeah. Uh, and those are third person. That's so it's a little different. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're right, Corey. Because it, it it is designed for stealth and yeah, and really stealth isn't going to help you that much during a boss battle. Mm-hmm. With that being said, it's a great game and what, I really like it. Where did you leave off? Uh, I'm I'm in China again for the okay. second time. Uh, like I said, about twenty. 20, about, about 20 hours in. Did you get the message to uh, go to the limb clinic yet? Yes, I did that already. Okay. Um, I'm on my way to the next objective. Okay. So Screw I, you guys. You're going to make me play it, aren't you? Am I close to the end? You're getting there. You're getting near another boss fight. Oh, great. And then, boy, after that fight... Yeah, you're on the last part. Okay, so that's what I figured. I, I would probably would if I had been able to play like Sunday night, I probably would have had it finished. But mm-hmm. I worked on Monday all yeah. day, so I, I you know went to bed earlier than usual. Final boss is a cakewalk, by the way. Oh, that's good. What's the word on sequel? Is there a sequel coming? Yeah, yeah. they are making next one. gen, right? Yep, yep. I think that was my nibble bit a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, it was the week you weren't not last week, but the week before, the when you weren't here. I honestly don't think I'll ever play this game again. I, I don't see, know. I could see it not being your cup of tea. I yeah. can totally see that. It's too nerdy for Eric. Well, Eric well, said he's not really into science fiction. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and one of the best things about the game is the setting. Yeah. I yeah. think oh, the setting is amazing. So, cool. uh, so if if you're not really into a science fiction setting, I can see how that – because it it's not really – it's not a good first-person shooter. It's a you know a stealth first person shooter, and I'm not really into stealth that much. Either. Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's like not it. it's not Eric's type of game. Yeah. But, but boy, do I, I like it. I could see why you would like it. Yeah, uh, it's, like, it, it's like a Blade Runner kind of world, you know, like really like, well realized. Yeah. Do you like the yellow and orange color? Yeah. A does. lot of people complained about that. It doesn't bother me. That's stupid. <laughs> I thought it was a neat. People art bitch style. about anything they can. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was neat. Yeah, it's a great game. I like Adam Jensen as a character, the main character. The, people make fun of his voice, which I can see why they would make fun of it, but I thought it was cool. It's like it's like the same voices as the Dark Knight, you know? Like I was just going to say, yeah. Christian Bale and Batman. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. No, it's not. It do- Really? You don't like it? I hate Christian Bale as Batman because of his voice. Really? And yeah. be- because I hate Christian Bale. Do you hate Adam Jensen? No, I like Adam well, Jensen. Well, Christian Bale's a douche, but I thought he was a good <laughs> Batman. He was a good Batman. Nope, Michael Keaton. Well, I mean, that was that was only one movie, right? He was only Batman. Two. two? Okay. Uh, now it's Ben Affleck. So I hate that. Absolutely <laughs> hate that pick. Yeah, he's such a. I weenie. already, I already prefer Ben Affleck too. Christian Bale. Yeah, but Ben Affleck's got that weenie factor, like Joe Flacco. I don't know, man. Did you see him in uh... Geely? No, what's that movie he's in? Where he's like a cop. Is it set in Boston, probably? It's probably awesome. Yeah, Armageddon. That's what I'm thinking of. (laughs) Yeah, that was set in Boston. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, wish Armageddon would go to Boston. Word. Uh, The only other thing I played was more Rayman Legends. Uh, You know, me and my my wife really, really... Both me and my wife really like this game. 
But I, I don't think I've talked about the weekly and daily challenges no. at all. Yeah, yeah get into those because I see them and I never... Yeah, I, I've been meaning to talk about them. And what they are is is they're, they're challenges that you can part, partake in. And uh, based on how you do, you win lums. So uh, the daily challenge uh, last night was you had to collect... Was it you had to collect a hundred lums, and however fast you did that was was you know you know like uh, I think it took me twenty eight seconds to collect a hundred lums, so I was in the bronze category for for trophies and and based on on what trophy you get you know and your your scores are compared to to other people so um, you know based on how well you do is the amount of lums you get and there's also weekly challenges which are kind of the same thing they're they're always different and they kind of change but uh the one we did last night like i said was you had to collect 100 lums and it's a it's a you know just a kind of a like a random level but kind of generic at the same time and you can keep doing as many times as you want to see what your score is and you know obviously you the better you do the more the more lums you can win and you're you're pitted against other people playing Rayman Legends, you know, uh, which I think children. is re- what's that? You're playing against children. I, I don't know some of the some of the well maybe some of the scores that people had. Uh, I have no idea how how it's even possible, but it is apparently. Uh, yeah, probably probably like twelve, thirteen year olds that just sit there and play Rayman Legends for hours on end. Then the thumbstick athletes or are... yeah yeah exactly. But it's cool because. Uh, at least on the Wii U version, I can't speak for the other versions, but it tells you like what country too it, you're oh. that that you're competing against. I don't so. know why I like that, but it adds something. Yeah, well, no, it's it, it's cool. Um, I think last night, I, the the at least the the first challenge that I did was I was against uh, two Americans, uh, Spaniard, someone from England, and someone from Germany. Nice. Uh, which I, you know, I ended up stomping that that initial score. I got I got way better than it, but you know, the better you do, the the more it, you know, the the people it pits you against are, and you also see like in the background the other guy that you're, you know, quote unquote competing against. The mm-hmm. other, I think it's four four people, maybe five people. Um, it's like they're ghosts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, which can be like confusing. In trials. Yes, which exactly. Uh, which can be confusing at times too, because. You know, me and my wife are both playing on the same TV, um, but we're also, you know, you're also looking at four or five ghosts at the same time, and it can be confusing, but... Who's uh, who's Rayman and who's Glowbox? Uh, my wife's Rayman, I'm Glowbox, and with the Wii U, she's... Uh, the Rayman has a Mario skin, and Glowbox has a Luigi skin, so we're Mario and Luigi, oh, Rayman and Glowbox. That's cool. Yeah. That you can unlock from getting lums and completing challenges and stuff. I like that. Yeah. I yeah, I use the helmeted Rayman. Okay. Uh great game though. I ab- absolutely love Rayman Legends. It's, How many teensies do you have? Uh we're I think two hundred and thirty maybe. That's about right where I am too. We're uh we're close to the end of twenty thousand leagues. Or twenty thousand lums under the sea. We're close oh, to yeah. we're close to finishing that level set. Um, and then it's... when whenever we unlock a new uh, origins painting or uh, invasion level, we always go back and do that before we like move on to the Advance. next level. So some of it's getting pretty hard actually at this point. Some of the levels yeah. that we have to do, it's pretty. But pretty it helps difficult. to play with another person because you know, if one person dies, they can just bubble and yep. the other person's there to pull them out yeah which isn't good for the invasion levels 
lot of times you just get in the other person's way. <laughs> or, <laughs> too much going on. Or, yeah, or delay the camera so that you know because you, you're those are ones oh, right. where you have to beat you have to beat a certain time, so mm-hmm. it makes it a little more difficult. But yeah, it's it's such a good game, such a yep. good game. It sucks because I, I I always want to play it, but like my girlfriend can only play one or two levels before she says her eyes get tired or something and she can't like focus. Oh really? I don't know what that's all about. Maybe she just doesn't want to play. But huh. yeah, I think that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she likes it too. It, I guess I mean for for people listening with a significant other and you're looking for a game to play, I guess that would be one. Yeah, definitely trying it into because I mean. I Dan clearly enjoys it. I definitely enjoy it. My wife loves it. She loves it. So good stuff. Uh, and that's all I played. So I didn't play any more uh, uh, Wind Waker HD, unfortunately, because I, I it's been a busy week. But next week I'll go back into the regular swing of things. So I'll have more Wind Waker HD to, to play. So yeah. nice, bro. Yeah. Would you play Corey? I played a lot. Okay. I saw you playing a couple different things. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, before Will and Eric tune me out. Too late. Uh, which always <laughs> tends to happen when I start going, and it's just Dan trying to trying to keep it going. Um, what do you guys want me to talk about first? Uh, Saints Row 4. Talk about the shitty mobile games you played first. Should I talk about the games I didn't beat first? No, talk about the mobile games first because... Okay, I only beat one mobile game. Okay. Um, Tower of Fortune 2. Thank well, you. Well I talked done. about it last week. I'm not going to bore you guys with it again. It's it's really... It's not much of a game. It's very exploitative. Um, but it's very addictive and it's easy to play while you're listening to a podcast or something because you can listen to the podcast and you know, pay attention to the podcast and still be able to play the game. Okay. Um, I find myself with like, with a lot of mobile games, I find myself tuning out the podcast while I'm playing the game. Yeah. Um, but this one's the other way around. So it kind of works out well, but I put a lot, a lot of hours in that. It was probably uh three weeks worth of, of subway trips. Um, a lot of work. Uh, yeah. What else, what, what else do you guys want to hear about? I want to hear about the bigger games later. Saints Row four. Uh, that's the only, I mean, I started playing Final Fantasy 2 on my phone. That's still arguably a big game, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a lot of it, hours. It's a lot of hours. Uh, it's good. I really like the, you know, people knock Square Enix for, for charging, um, AAA prices for their games. But, like, if you look at them, they really do a nice job putting them together and delivering them on, on mobile devices for the most part. I will buy and, Final Fantasy VI when it comes out. Yeah, me, me too. Mobile. Definitely. Even Just so I can always have it. Yeah, even if it's twenty bucks, uh, I, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, but no, it's it's the um, I'm not sure. I think this might have come out on a different device before it came out on here, but it's graphically updated. Uh, you know, there's some gameplay uh, twerks, twer- twer- twerks, tweaks, 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 twerking. There's there twerking in it? Because I'll buy it. There was. It's the first story focused final fan it's the second final fantasy game uh story focused there's i believe four main characters that you pretty much play as throughout the whole game from what i understand i'm only a couple hours in as of right now uh but it's it's really good the music's really good uh the the design and and all that stuff and uh graphics and stuff are really good for a little mobile device and i like it's different than most final fantasies in that it kind of takes the elder scroll well i guess they did it before elder scrolls did but the elder scrolls route of if you use it, you level it up rather than you just get experience points and level up. 
Um, so right away, you choose what you want your characters to focus on, and the more they use it, the, the better they'll get at it. Um, just because I wanted to, I decided to make a character who didn't have the starting stats for uh, for white magic to be really good at white magic, so I just started using white magic for him, and that's it. And now he's a really good white mage when the game sort of sets him up to be like a guy with a sword and a shield. Um, so that's a that's probably the biggest gameplay aspect of it. One other thing that game does that's different is the the dialogue uh, mechanic. Characters will give you information, and there will be a highlighted word, um, and you have the option to learn that word. And once you learn that word, you can when you then speak to other NPCs, you can choose to use that word on them, and they'll give you information related to it. Um, what I think the best way to use that would be to like find secrets and stuff. I haven't, again, I haven't played it enough to see if that's the case. Um, but there, and the, you can do the same thing with items. Like a character gave me an item, and I had this item on me. And when I talked to other NPCs, if I chose to use this item on the NPCs, there'd be a story bit tied to it, or like an item or something else tied to it. So it's it's really interesting, and it's really different from any of the other Final Fantasies. Um, those are probably the two biggest things. But, yeah, I like it, and uh, it kind of sucks, though, because it won't let me listen to podcasts while I play for whatever reason. Really? I don't know why it won't let me do that. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I can't find an option to turn the music on or off um, for the game, so I don't know if that has something to do with it or what, but it kind of sucks. And it's not optimized for the iPhone 5 screen. Oh, so it's cut off a little bit? It's not cut off. It's it's just stretched. It's got the letterbox around it, the black Uh, box. Yeah, I don't like that. Around it. Okay. But what are you gonna do? You yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only it's only ten bucks. Right. It's worth it. Forty hour game, something uh-huh. like that. Um. So there's that. I mentioned Metro Last Light. I got back into that. Uh, I'm pretty close to beating that. I think I have like two or three chapters left to go. It's a sweet game, right? Yeah, it's still really sweet. Uh, again, the, the thing that makes that game is the detail, attention to detail, yeah. all the little com- aside conversations NPCs have that you wouldn't notice if you didn't stop to listen to him mm-hmm. um strip all that club stuff. yeah yep the one when you get to venice and you get the the strip tease yeah i actually i refused i i left i didn't want to give her any of my money oh really uh, yeah I, I was in the middle of something and then she pulls me into this room and she's like oh you want to dance and i was like no i'm busy <laughs> trying to trying to save the world here okay <laughs> um i can't so i missed I out on did i miss out on anything dan yeah yeah, pixelated boobies <laughs> not pixelated boobies nice looking boobies yeah i can i can second that <laughs> they did a nice job on the on the boobies in metro last light the, stri- anyway. the strip clubs in uh grand theft auto aren't bad either dan okay pc Wait. that would be my first spot definitely a great game um in the running for game of the year definitely it sucks because it's it doesn't run well with my graphics card, I get all sorts of graphical glitches here and there that really, really pull you out of it. Um, granted, it's very detailed and it looks really nice, but every now and again, like I'll get a weird shadow or something that'll just like look terrible and really pull you out of it, huh. which sucks. Maybe there's some tweaks I can do. I don't know about them. Is it what it's what it's optimized for Nvidia cards, right? It must be, yeah, okay. because the my card looks like balls. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like balls, but there's some some glitches here and there that really suck. Okay. Um, Again, here we are talking about PC problems. Right. Um, so I also played and beat Bully. Hey. 
which is is that a triple a game guys does that count no does that count on your stupid list it counts on our list but how not many as hours? a triple a game how many hours it's like 20 or something it's a rock star game. i don't go by hours yeah uh, i that's fine Corey. That's, i mean 20 hours is respectable that's a triple a game i wouldn't say that was a triple a release though really rock no. star okay i need a little hype was that hyped yeah yeah all right, that was a triple-A release. <laughs> <laughs> they came out between Grand Theft Auto 3 and 4? I just don't remember hearing anything about it. Was That that was before the podcast. That's probably why yeah. I don't remember oh, yeah. hearing well anything. Yeah, before the podcast, yeah. Yeah, it came out a while ago. I'll strike it up to that, to me Definitely. being negligent. Um, that game is good in concept. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great game. My favorite part are the classes, like actually going to class, because it's always it's these little mini-games. Um. The ending's kind of lame. It just sort of ends, and there's really no build-up to the ending. It just all of a sudden you're in the last mission, and it's like, okay, this is it, and then it's over. And it's right. like, well, uh, this is the end of the game. Which um, is also also kind of funny because isn't that – like it, it's kind of like it's it's life, right? Yeah. So, you know, like life, you you know, maybe you kind of get, <laughs> get a build-up for something, and then it's just like, okay, I don't, that, that's I don't, over. I, that's with. wishful thinking, Dan. That, think? That's not what they were going for? No. Okay. No, it definitely wasn't that smart. <laughs> the good game. folks at Rockstar? Yeah. I could see no, that. No, I mean, and again, I'm interested to see what they do for the sequel because it, there are a lot of a lot of good ideas in this, but it, for me it mostly falls flat. Uh, and it goes back to the old Grand Theft Auto, like too much traveling between missions, uh, doing too many. Like I just found myself using the slingshot to accomplish everything in every mission, uh, which is kind of dumb. But again, you know, a lot of good elements here and there. Um, the setting is, is good because it's a school setting, so it, you know, a lot of potential to do creative things with. But like I said, ultimately for me, sort of fell flat, and I was just looking forward to it being finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, when all was said and done, I think I seventy percented it. Um, so I think if you just do the main story, it's like fifty percent. So I, you know, I, I did some extra stuff here and there, but it, it was just like the extra stuff was a bike race. And it's like, once you've done one bike race and they don't really change, you know, you've done them all. Yeah. That's how I feel about some of the side shit in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You know, I, I played a little bit of that. I should talk about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so played and beat Bully. Uh, also played and beat Saints Row 4. All right. Yeah. I guess that's a triple A. That's, yeah. <laughs> that would be a triple A. That's a great game. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until, you know, I played it and I sort of stopped for a while um, and just picked it up again this weekend. Having, I think I was maybe halfway through when I started playing again, and I just appreciated it tenfold. Um, were you sad when you were done? I was really sad I when was, I was done. I was too. Was the guy in the hangover, sad. Corey? No, not really. Um, after I beat it, normally after I beat games, I just delete them on my um, desktop because... I have a solid state drive, and the hard drive isn't very big. Yeah. Uh, but but this one I kept because I plan on I think I'm at 100% it. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Just because it's so much fun. It is yeah. a really fun game, and I, I need to buy that. I keep forgetting about it. Like, I want to buy that. That was a fucking blast to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And uh, I, will, I will now agree with Eric and say, granted, they're two different things, Grand Theft Auto V and Saints Row 4, and I feel like there's room for both. But if I'm... If somebody is interested in both and they ask me to recommend one of them, I'm going to recommend Saints Row 4. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's funny um, that you say that. We have a, a feedback that's related to that that we'll get into later. So They are For, very different, though. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. 
for sure. I, I, you, you can't. I mean, you could compare three and four. Uh, Grand Theft, or I'm sorry, Saints Row three and Grand Theft Auto four. Definitely, there's the comparison to be made. Yeah. Um, but this one, it's just totally different beast. Yeah. And well, we'll get into that, right? With the superpowers and stuff, it's yeah. it's it's a it is a different animal. It's insane, and it's so much fun. And once you learn how to utilize all the superpowers, like. I don't want to say it makes it kind of breaks the game, but like it just makes the game so easy, but in such a fun, well, yeah, awesome way. Yeah, imagine having superpowers of yeah. like how easy would things be? All right, exactly, exactly. And I go back to like when I first started playing the game, I was like getting in the cars and driving around, and listening to the radio, like you know, like Saints Row Three, and I was like, this game's great. And then all of a sudden, you get these superpowers. That's like, fuck all the cars. You don't even need to get in one if you I don't want. I think anymore. I drove. Twice. Yeah, run up a building, jump off, and float to your destination. Just glide it out, man. It's a blast. Yeah. That's a great game. I think um, some of the most fun I had was going up to the top of, like, the towers. Yeah. And just jumping off. Yeah. Sure. And even even the setup for the story, it's such a... I want to watch, like, the, the Saints Row 4 TV series where it's this unlikely group of a ragtag crumb bums trying to save the universe in a matrix like alternate reality you know yeah. with superpowers with superpowers yeah it's such a creative clever and fun idea and game I, I don't know I love it to death yep same here I'm with you Corey in- I'm, I'm the same way I, I will delete a game off my computer after I beat it but Saints Row stayed on uh, partly for the DLC but partly because I you know there's a time when I'll just want to pop in and play a few missions, you know. And there are co-op missions. We gotta. We should. We should yeah. join up just to get through and and have check them off the list. Definitely. And it's uh, I highly highly recommend it, especially on the PC if you got it. Um, yeah, because they're gonna do. Uh, there, I think they're gonna release a mod pack for it too. I think I'd heard that someplace. That sounds great. So. And I should mention some of my favorite parts of Saints Row 3. I didn't think made an appearance in Saints Row 4, but later on they do. Yeah. Uh, so good on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. Did you play anything else? I think that's it. Did, I'm sure I played Did you want to talk else, about but... Grand Theft Auto? Oh, I played online a little bit. I won't talk about it too much. Uh, I like the setup to it a little bit. Um, and I like how in the little tutorial part they just paired me with somebody and we were doing this stuff together. Did you like was... the tutorial though? I don't know. I don't. I, was I don't it... know if they. Corey, let me let me phrase it this way. Ex- was it necessary? Tor- Sorry. Was it necessary? Explain your tutorial to me because for me it seemed very brief. Oh my god! You know maybe it was because I had somebody waiting to play with that it made it seem like it was being dragged out. What did but, you have to, I guess, I mean, I... Uh, I don't no, know I everything I had to do, but I had to do a lot. I had did, to do a had race. To do the race, right? Yeah, I had to, like, do a, what felt like two or three missions with random people, which was more fun because it was random people there, and they killed me as soon as we were done. <laughs> like, the last thing I had to do was with other people, and as soon as I got opened up into the free world, they shot me, and I was like, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even let me get like a step out, you know what I mean? Well, that yeah, that's what happened to me after I did the very first one, which was the race. Yeah, um, it put me into the lobby, whatever, with all the other players. And the guy I had just done the no, actually, it was after that because because we did the mission together. I forget what it was. Maybe robbing the gas station. Mm. Did we do that together? I don't know. But as soon as the mission was over, he just started shooting me, and I was like, "Thanks, dude. We just I thought we I thought we had a moment. Here. Exactly, I we exactly." 
And then you know, it shows that Grand Theft Auto. Corey, we're better people than them. That's what that boils down to. Yeah. We have feels. Big, I had a big smile on my face yeah. afterwards. Like, exactly. I got all this money. I'm going to go spend it. Nope. I'm going to get shot, and it's going to get stolen. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe it, was lo- it wasn't as long as it felt like because, like I said, I had somebody, like, waiting to play with me. Yeah. Um, what did you feel about the character creator? I don't know. I mean, it was clever and it was different, and I'll give it props for that. But like, I didn't really care enough to mess around with it to get the character I was looking for. I just sort of picked whatever, and I was like, "All right." I do. I do like that kind of character creation process where it's more cerebral rather than just whatever. Yeah. Did you Um, like putting your like personality traits into it? I did. That that was a lot of fun. The sliders for like how you spend your day. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Did you make it, like, realistically to your day? I made it pretty close to my day, yeah. Me too. Like, uh, you know, it, uh, s- seven and a half hours of sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, eight to nine hour work day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, doing workout. What? I put workout in there just because I didn't want my character to be a slob. I don't work out. Oh, I didn't put that in there. I went completely um, realistic. Half an hour a day doing illegal things. <laughs> um... What did your guy come out looking like? It was a black chick. Really? Wait, did you did you fix it up afterwards? No, I left it as is. Okay. That's pretty standard. I like playing that kind of character. No, I know you do. Yeah, that's what my Saints Row character was, too. You always a busty, yeah, you, a busty black woman. Yeah, you and Dan with your females. I like yeah. making a female character. I think Dan goes the uh, Caucasian female. Sexy, little, slender, little, Caucasian. No, I usually make a little, little on the thick side. Yeah. A thick Caucasian woman? Yeah. Corey goes for a thick, thick, thick African-American a- woman. Athletic thick. Yeah, like a softball player. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Except straight. Eh. Maybe. That's questionable. Okay. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Only in certain games does I that actually no enter into, into the fat. Into the fa- I mean, no the, harm yeah. by my comments. It's all in good fun. Switch hitter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Switch hitter. It depends on the game, I guess. No, we we appreciate a thick woman. Anywho, um, that devolved. But <laughs> no, what do you just overall? You like it? I'm I'm at this point. I'm sort of impressed. Did you play uh, it with anybody you knew, or were you like just with randoms? Just randoms, mm-hmm. and I did a, a death match, which I which was pretty fun. Uh, probably because I just kind of stayed back. I didn't want to die right off the bat in my first death match. Um, so I just kind of hung hung back, and somebody wasted. Somebody on our team wasted everybody on their team pretty easily. Yeah, um, it's a little unbalanced though because you know the person with the more money and the more time has the better weapons and all that stuff. So I just went in with a pistol. Yeah, same um, here. I don't even think I saw anybody to shoot. I think they were all dead by the time I got got in on the scene. But I think it has a lot of promise, and I it think does. if you're playing with your buddies and stuff, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, like like I said, when I was running with Billy and we went and robbed a bank. Or, no, we robbed a gas station, but I shot the guy before he could get us some money. <laughs> you know? It's like, yep. you know, world's stupidest criminals, you know? The thing, the right. one thing about stupidest robbing, though, is... isn't a word, is it? As you mentioned, you can yell into your microphone to make them do it faster. Right. I don't have a microphone, so I was oh. just, like, standing there. Well, it's kind of weird anyway, but, like, I was yelling things I can't repeat at the, at the store clerk. <laughs> as you might imagine and uh that was kind of fun and you know billy and i were laughing back and forth at that and i'm like where the hell's the money He's like you fucking killed him man like you couldn't get the money out but we better uh, get out of here before the cops come yeah. you know so that that's pretty fun like i think we could have good times with that but 
And I do like how it's all structured, how it's, you know, when you're not really doing anything specific, it's like a lobby of whoever. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to do something specific, they pretty much put you into uh, uh instance, for right. lack of a better word, to do your, your given mission. And I did see that the, the heists are coming to it, which will be awesome. Yeah. That would be a blast. For sure. So That's the best part of the game. Don't trade that in, Corey, because we need to do that. No, I'll hold on to it. I still want to beat it. I still want to beat the campaign. Yeah, that's my next task. So, I'm glad you like it. Bless your soul. We gonna play? Uh, well, we'll talk about it round table. Okay. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and be back uh, with feedback and round table right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode one seventeen of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. So, we will get started with Facebook feedback. The Yep, the first piece is from Tito in L.A. who says, uh, Just wondering what you guys think about a Pokemon MMO. When I read about the new Pokemon being the closest thing to an MMO so far, I realized Pokemon would have been a great MMO game. The only Pokemon I played was the first one while I was in middle school, but I would get back to it if there was an MMO. However, by the time this happens, if it ever does happen, it's possible MMOs would be old news. But I feel like Pokemon is meant to be an MMO, but since they are tied to Nintendo, maybe they don't have the power they'd need to be able to handle so many players. Trading so many Pokemons, Pokemans, uh, battling so many Pokemons together, and so many other players, and custom-made tournaments to win custom-made badges, etc., or whatever. Honestly, the idea sounds better and better when you realize the Poke universe is meant to be an MMO. I know most of you aren't big Pokemon players, I think. I'd like to know your thoughts and ideas on a possible Pokemon MMO. That would be huge. Now, yeah, well, Will, Will Will's big into Pokemon. I actually think I'm going to get the newest Pokemon. Um, because of Watch Dogs being canceled, I'll, I'll have a little extra money, so I probably will. Pokemon is probably what I'll spend I it on. I forgot you had a 3DS. Yep. Uh, it doesn't get, doesn't get too much use at this point, but I, it's just because I haven't bought any games for it. I, mean, I bought it for my wife, and I got her the, the Mario, or she got the Mario game. But I was looking forward to getting some Pokemon in for this week, but uh, unfortunately, mine went to Pittsburgh and went out for delivery there. Yeah, so <laughs> God knows where that is. Right. But Big Ben Roethlisberger did, was trying to rape you of it. Did you, did you call anybody or make it known? What happened was it says out for delivery, and then I got a message today saying that they went to the incorrect facility. And I was like, really? No, duh. But it was FedEx, and this always happens with FedEx. Yeah, you've had some pretty rotten well, luck. I've never had a package delivered to the wrong place or late. My Assassin's even. Creed 3 is still in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. I guarantee it. I don't know what happened with that. but It's crazy. Yeah, somebody, Somebody's really enjoying your Assassin's Creed 3 is, is what <laughs> Or somebody rage quit and sold their Xbox because of your Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> right, that well, was me. The way I look at it is it was during Hurricane Sandy, and I like to think some brave driver was braving it out through the elements, and he didn't quite make it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stupid driver, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't want that game anymore. So, At the time, I wanted it, so I thought it was brave, but... He did you a favor. Yeah. Oh, the delivery guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I misinterpreted that completely. You didn't still pay for it, did you, Will? Uh, I don't remember. You took care of it. You got your copy. You didn't have to pay for an extra No, copy. no. God, no. Yeah. I would right. refuse. Even if it was a game I wanted. Right. But, uh, 
Yeah, Pokemon MMO. I think that would be huge. I do too. That I would completely be completely great. That's a great idea. I read that earlier and I was like, oh, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Imagine yeah. just being out in the wild and seeing Squirtle waddling around. I think Tito should <laughs> Tito should apply for a job at Nintendo immediately. Yeah. Geez, somebody ought to. How's that not new been, ideas? That has to have been pitched. Oh yeah. You'd think so. And No, it, yeah, definitely it has. I mean people talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're aware of the idea. I still think I'm still going with the augmented reality Pokemon. You could tie that into a to an app that uh, allows you to to battle people and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think it's bigger than MMOs as we know it. Oculus Rift. That'd be great. Sure. It was funny because when I was in high school was when Pokemon first came out, and of course I was all into it because I was a nerd. And uh, one of my friends that also played Pokemon, we we would often talk about how cool it would be if actual pokemon were wandering around the that'd be sweet world right? yeah absolutely that'd be awesome. so i think you're absolutely right about the whole ver- the augmented reality thing that would be that would be fantastic if in in, in certain geographical locations you could only get certain pokemon sure. that would that would uh you know make it so that you could only uh get those po- pokemon from someone from another geographical area you know mm-hmm. and they yeah that's what i, I mean like it. they could make it bigger than any mmo we know they could yeah. make it a, a global thing and you know People in Japan can get, uh, you know... Mewtwo. Mewtwo. You can get that in the United States. You can either go to Japan to get it or trade with somebody who has been to Japan to get the Pokemon. I mean, it's not like just because you can't get to a geographical area doesn't mean you can't get the Pokemon. That's true. The more people play it, the more of these type of Pokemon that will be on the market, and there's still ways to get it. It's not like you're totally screwed. Then people would need to get together in, like, big community Pokemon events where you could maybe trade with someone who had some rare Pokemon or Pokemon from a a geographical location that you weren't able to get to 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 get this Pokemon that you wanted. You'd have to set up times and shit for the time zones and whatnot. have to set up appointments. Yeah. Yeah. And it it could really, I mean, really it could be as simple as uh, this app on your mobile device vibrates you know when you're in uh, an area and there's a pokemon nearby and you pull up your screen and it's got the augmented reality camera and you look around with the camera until it sees the pokemon then you you know tap to throw a pokeball and hopefully it gets it maybe not and the pokemon runs away um i love it i don't know yeah i I think it could be fantastic that would be the end of my life (laughs) exactly that's i think that would be huge and people could you could you could put like rare pokemon at Big, popular tourist like Yellowstone National Park could have a rare Pokemon. Just think um, about like. People... Go ahead, Corey. No, yeah, a lot of people like visit locations like that. Um, it'd be a, it'd be a good way to get people to interact with their surroundings, which is big on all parts. Even Yellowstone National Park could advertise, "Hey, we have Magneto here." <laughs> that would be awesome. Come, yes, come get your Magneto, you know. Corey, which Pokemon are they going to put at Muddy Gap? Oh man, Magikarp, <laughs> Snorlax. Yeah. But think about how fun it would be. Like we all log on and go out on a hunt for like, you know, some rare ass Pokemon. That would be amazing. Or be you, cool. if yeah. you go if you go on vacation and you know you you t- you capture a few of the Pokemon that you yeah. know are are specific to that area. Yeah. And you take them back and trade them with your friends for. 
and the different like countries could be the different regions. Like there's the Cantu, the Johto, the Hoenn well, region. Yeah. So like like Europe could be the Hoenn, or North yeah. America could be the Kanto. Absolutely, because I mean, how many Pokemon are there now? There's I mean, six generations. There was only 150, you know, when we first started, or 151 when we first started playing. But now there's there's like a, a thousand. Yeah, easy. maybe so, around that. Yeah. And the thing about Pokemon is it's huge enough that you could say. All right, Articuno. You can only get Articuno by going to Antarctica. At top, yeah, at Antarctica or the top of of Mount Everest. Yeah. Like that's the only way to get Articuno. And Pokemon's big enough that that would happen. People someone would some, do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, someone would go there. Oh my god! To get Articuno. Some fucking forty-five-year-old dork living in his parents' basement, but nonetheless, the either commitment that, is incredible. Either that, or some rich kid will have parents that will fund an expedition yeah. to Mount Everest True. to get that Pokemon for their kids yep. for their yep. and I'll be impressed. Thirteenth birthday, I'll be impressed. Yeah, hey, Pokemon centers could be real things, things. that you go to to heal your Pokemon. They could they could they could sign an agreement with Walgreens to say if you bring your eye device into a Walgreens, they will plug in and and refill your Pokemon's life. I mean, enter at your own risk in some areas, Binghamton, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Bushwick. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere we live, enter at your own risk. <laughs> right. But, but you can heal your Pokemon here if you so see so fit. But you're I mean you're absolutely right about the cross marketing thing. I mean that would be enormous oh my god they could do so much i bet you what we're describing is to some extent or or another in the works it makes too much sense yeah i don't know i don't have that much faith in humanity i really (laughs) don't i don't have that much faith in nintendo but well i wasn't gonna put it all on nintendo's (laughs) shoulders that's why i said humanity maybe i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt but i think you definitely are but man that's a good idea Okay. Yeah. I mean, me and my friends still play Pokemon. It was just the other day we were talking about one of my friends during the gym runs in high school would hide in the bleachers away from the gym teacher and play Pokemon for the 10-minute run. Nice. So, yeah, I have friends that would do that, so it would be cool. Okay. So that's our thoughts on Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah. good, great topic, Yeah. by the way. Good stuff. I'll get it. I'll get it. Oh, yeah. Dan, you get get it working. Someday. Someday. Uh, okay. Moving on. Uh, Thumbstick Athletes say, recording our top five PS1 games, episode three hours. Chime in with your favorites or anything else you want us to chat about. Dan, uh, real quick. Yeah. I have an add-on for that. After okay. you're done, I'll read it. Okay. Um, I always said Spyro. I used to play it all the time before Dan's cat peed on his PS1, and I sold him <laughs> mine. That did happen. Um, and the, the the problem was not that, that my cat peed on it, that I tried to turn it on right away after the cat peed on it. Uh, you were so nervous to see if it works. Yeah, and that actually ruined it. Well, I mean, if I just let didn't it, didn't need to pee. On. Well, that that that's part of it. But if I just let it like dry out on its own, or even opened it up and put a fan on it to dry it out, it would have worked. But I I tried to play it right away. So I gotta um, tell you, Dan, I killed the thing. Yeah, I was okay. She was old and senile at that point. She ended up living for quite a few more years after that. But you're a better man than I. <laughs> uh, I also loved Hot Shots Golf. Oh, and of course Tony Hawk. Um, yeah, she did yeah. beat me in, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which I which I talked about. Good games. Uh, Andy in Colorado says Driver was the only game I played on PS One. I was too into playing my Genesis and Nintendo sixty four when it was out. Uh, Driver was a great game. I really liked Driver also. 
I feel like I played Driver actually, but I don't did. remember anything about you it. Probably did. It was on a, on a few other systems too. It might have even been on Nintendo six Nintendo sixty four also. That could be what I played it on. So. Uh, Tito says, I won't include Final Fantasy VII since I played it on PC, not PS1. Uh, his top five are five, Crash Team Racing, uh, four, Jet Moto Series, which that's the motorcycle racing game, I think. Uh, number three is Xenogears. He says he's very close to beating it. Uh, number two, Breath of Fire 2, Need to Beat It. And one, Rival Schools, awesome fighting game with awesome minigames. Corey, bring up some, some video of Rival Schools just gonna do that okay. because i had know nothing about it yeah neither do i the other one the other ones i'm familiar with but did you want me to go on with it, the... that's if that's a fighting game is it like uh no i've got i've got one two more oh okay yes two more rival uh, schools of the band is that like uh two different schools and they like like uh jam out no it's like uh you know you'll have the jock from one school fighting the nerd from the other school is that what it's... It looks like it could be that, yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. It's very Asian Japanese anime. Anime. Nice. Okay. So that was from that was from Tito. Uh, Miguel says number one, Metal Gear, probably Metal Gear Solid. I would think. Uh, number two, Gran Turismo two, which I also thought about putting on my list because that was that was a great game. Number three, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VIII. Yes, I know this is not a popular choice, but it was the first I played and it brings back good memories. I think that's one that I played. That is one that you played because that was where I first saw it was at your house. Okay. And I remember you coming to school the next day and telling me about what you did in Final Fantasy VIII. Rival School looks pretty sweet, actually. Does it? Yeah. Looks like it would hold up. Okay. Yeah, uh, it does. Number four, Resident Evil 2. Uh, and then five, Tekken 3, nice. which I was going to put one of the Tekkens on my list, but I couldn't remember exactly which one I played. I think it was Tekken 2 at that Graham's I played a lot house? at Graham's house. It might have been the first Tekken, even. I would say it was probably 2. Tekken. Uh, that's what I thought. Tekken yeah. 2 was what initially came to my brain, but I wasn't 100% sure on that. Yeah. Um, but that was one where uh, I was playing, me and, me and our friend Graham were playing with uh, his older brother and one of his friends, and... I was a button masher and Graham was more calculated. Graham and was I, very I, technical. I player. was kicking his butt and his brother and his brother's friend were just just giving Graham such shit the whole time <laughs> for getting beat by a button masher. And well, he, was, used, he was getting so pissed. It was the same when I used to fight him with Horang. Yeah, it exactly. Was super easy to use. Right. He'd get so mad at me for yeah. beating him. Oh yeah. And it was it was it was a lot of fun. So uh that was from Miguel. Uh, Michael Minnesota says, I never owned a PlayStation, but I would spend hours at my neighbor's house playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I love that game so much. I'm trying my best to get Beyond Two Souls finished so I can give my final thoughts on it, and I've gotten back into GTA 5 the past couple of days. While both of these games are fun, I have now gotten sucked back into the depths of Football Manager after the Football Manager 2014 beta was released on the 16th. That's, a bit of, that's about it for now. Keep up the good work. So another Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but this is a two. And actually a lot of the things that I saw said two is better in every way than one, but I, I don't remember. I, I'm sure I had two, but I remember like spending a lot of time playing one and not, and not Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I played both of them pretty so, extensively. Yeah, I just don't, I don't remember playing two as much. I probably start had started to get into like some of the lengthier RPGs at that point that I played on the PlayStation. I would just lean towards one because it was the... The, the first, rage, yeah, you know? yeah, the first one. Okay, 
Uh, you said we got new. Yes, Jacob says uh, Tiger Woods Golf, Tenchu Stealth Assassin, uh, Bushido Blade, Twisted Metal, and Air Combat, which is known as Ace Combat. Okay. I'm f- I'm mildly familiar with Ace Combat. So, And then some of those others we, we talked about. Right. Uh, okay. This is from Dave in Boston, who wrote, uh, like, uh, he, he actually ended up rage quitting Grand Theft Auto V, <laughs> and he, he wrote us a, a reason why. He says, uh, here's a long version. I usually like Rockstar games. Red Dead Redemption I finished and played about half of GTA Four, but before that kind of fizzled out. Uh, this one was very different from those two, I felt. It never got going. It took about five hours before something worthwhile actually took place. For most of this game's eight hours that I now have, have into it, I spent it being lost and not knowing what to do. I heard so much about what you could do in this game, but I never found any of it. Lame and slow-moving story kept me uninterested and not caring. It was like being forced to watch Star Wars episodes 1 through 3 before being allowed to watch episode 4. How much Jar Jar Binks can one take? Not to mention, I think it failed every single. I failed every single mission I played except for one, maybe. They were not tough missions, but I failed and failed and failed. Even the first mission in the bank, I died. What the fuck? Another frustration: the menus in the top left corner always appeared while you were in a gunfight or driving, and I could never get to read what they said. That was the damn eye fruit thing. Oh, uh, okay. But go on. Okay. Uh, that led to a lot of confusion on what I needed to do or what buttons to hit. Case in point, it took five, minute, took five minutes for me to figure out how to lower the hook on the tow truck. That was just <laughs> one, of my many, one, of my, one of many unnecessary frustrations. A- after taking the disc in and out about six times, determined to stick with it, I finally got to Michael's missions, and it got better, briefly. Uh, once I got to Trevor, though, his mission sucked. I gave up when I couldn't figure out how to get back to Ron in the airplane. Ten fails on that one, and I called it quits. Uh, all in all, way too boring, not enough to do early on, and very frustrating. It's like they expect you to be a GTA expert in order to play this game, because, man, I've never been so friggin' mad at a game that should have been a lot of fun and said it was nothing but frustration and boredom. If they had laid things out a little better and I had more to do in the early stages, I may not have built up all this anger and stuck it out a bit longer. If there's anything good came out of this is that makes me enjoy Diablo three that much more Dave. So thanks for, for writing in about GTA. I think, uh, will kind of, kind of agrees with a lot of your, a lot of your points, right? Yeah. I wasn't overly frustrated with the game. I was just overly bored pretty quickly. Right. He said he he was was relatively bored. Bored. Nothing really hooked me. I mean, the story stuff was kind of cool because a grand theft auto games never really had a, a story. Right. So that was kind of cool, and I really liked two of the three characters. So, I mean, there's stuff that I liked, but I was just like, I don't know. This did not hit me in the right spot. Right. It ruined gaming for me. Okay. I have to disagree on Didn't everything he said except for it starting slow. I'll give him that. Uh-huh. Took me a little time, too. But, uh, A, I thought Trevor's missions were probably mo- my most favorite so far. Uh-huh. B... That's because they hit closest to home. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. It's what I'm used to. Right. We we that, that we kind of grew up in that kind of, uh, yeah, exactly that kind of culture. Yeah. I, he's not my Cra- favorite character. Cra- I like his missions. But we can sympathize with the crazy rednecks. Yeah. Um, Dave, and I'm not being an asshole when I say this. I, I just think maybe you're not that good at Grand Theft Auto. Because I, be I haven't found it that difficult. Eric's right. dropping the hammer. No, I'm not. Well, but it, is there difficulty settings in it? I don't know. I don't that you could lower. So. I haven't had to toggle with them. Right. 
<laughs> Toggle. I'm really not trying to be an asshole. I'm just surprised that he that he failed missions that much. Um, especially. Yeah, I have. A, I have a, I, I'll join in. Yeah, go with ahead, Corey. You, Eric. Um, I, I, I have. A, I have beef with a couple of things that he said. Uh, and and you know we we can say this to Dave because he gives us shit all the time. He does. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's why I feel okay saying that. Yeah. Um, to say the game is not hard, but I keep failing, kind of makes it sound like it's hard for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess am I right? Not. I mean, yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, I never, I never found myself in a situation where I didn't know what to do. Me either. Um, especially with the waypoints, they kind of make that easy on you. Well, wouldn't you say quite the opposite? Maybe, uh, maybe there's yeah. too much to do sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and even if you're not actively doing one of the many things you can be doing, there's stuff that pops up that you could be doing Yeah, here and there. Um, and, and, and they make that stuff, as long as you know how to use the map, they make that stuff pretty easy to, to find where, where to go and what to do. And I talked about it last week, how I, there was a point where I needed to make money and I wasn't sure how to make money. Um, that I could understand, but, you know, generally not knowing what to do, I'm, I never had that problem. And, like, the, the tow truck... For instance, I'm not really sure how he got confused on that one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Dave. Bad fit, I guess, that game. <laughs> I can't speak for Grand Theft Auto 5, but I know in Grand Theft Auto 4, um, I, I also failed a lot of missions. Uh, there was one mission in particular. It was a it was a motorcycle chase through subway tunnels. And it was the the worst mission I've ever played in any game ever, and I'm actually shocked I didn't rage quit in that. But it was it was one mission where I just couldn't get it I couldn't get it to work for me, you know. Yeah. Um. And may, maybe he kind of ran into that t- that type of situation. I'm, um, I'm but interested. I, I wanted to smash the game in the parking lot of my yeah. apartment. I'm interested to know which mission in spe- in particular he's talking about with Trevor that he couldn't beat with. Flying the plane, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But I will say, uh, in in a little bit of of Dave's defense, the, after not playing it for a while and going back to it, there was so much I had to relearn, especially what every button does. Um, and I also ran into that itch, issue with with Metro Last Light. Yeah. Because um, even with that, there's no graphic indicators on what the button does. Buttons do. Right. At least in in GTA, they do a little bit of that. But one game I will say that took me very little time to get back into was Saints Row Four. Um, they make that really easy. Yeah. It's very intuitive. Yeah. But that's an aside. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry you didn't like it, Dave. Bravo, Dave. <laughs> will, will agrees with you. And I, I mean, hey, I'm kind of with you too. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Eric and I, I are the bros. I could see how he'd get bored. I'll give him that, too. Yeah. I could see it. I didn't. I, I was close. Right. I was close. Yeah. There but was it brought po- me back. There was a point there where you were I was, I was, cooler. Not I was big cooling on it. off on it, but I, it brought me back. I think I'm in. Okay. I'm, I'm anxious to see how it ends and what you guys think of it after after the ending. Yep. I mean, I'm obviously in the minority. There's choices at the ending, <laughs> I heard. Right. All my friends love the game. Do they? I yeah. see Johnny's on there fucking umpteen trillion hours now. Yep. Yeah. He's in the Elite Four with the Pokemon, new Pokemon too. Came out what? Sunday. There's <laughs> something like that. What does he do? <laughs> I thank you. It that goes, was my question. He goes. He has. He's taking more classes than I am. What the fuck? I don't know. 
It's like, Corey, when do you get your time to play games? That's doesn't, what me and Eric were going to do. Doesn't he play hockey, games. too? No, he didn't play this year. Okay. Don't worry about when I find time. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how people find time. I don't know. I don't sleep at night, so I can play video games. Yeah, but... That's that's the only way I can have time. Corey's not giving games. away any of his secrets. <laughs> no, it's, it's weekends. You know, it yeah. takes some negotiation with the girl, but yeah. uh, time's always found. Yeah. And I always explain it to her like I need this. Yeah. I need this to survive as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> totally um, hear that, Corey. And 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 she gets it. Like I, I uh, and when I play, like I have to binge play. I can't just like. Same. It's 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 hard for for people that don't game to understand this, but I can't like sit down and you know just play for half an hour. Right? Yeah. It doesn't, no. it doesn't work like can't that. Do what are you going to get accomplished there, in a half hour? There's yeah. only a handful of games that you can actually get something accomplished in in like a half an hour, twenty minutes. You know, and like, they're all sure. multiplayer online games. Right. You can play a few uh, couple matches, a couple or even like a sports game. Yeah. Like like, yeah, like you said, FIFA, FIFA. You can play you know one game or two I could play two games in a on. half hour. Right. But that's you know, you could throw it up in Call of Duty, it, right? Something like Couple that. Couple team death matches, maybe a capture the flag. Who knows? What you would get into. Yeah. Right. I <laughs> can't wait till you get the new one. Yeah, you're gonna come over and play. It. I hope you hate it. So you... I hope I like it because I'm spending sixty dollars on it. But no, because if you like it, then I'm gonna be like, oh, Eric likes the new Call of Duty. Well, I'm just gonna say I like it. <laughs> hate you, <laughs> regardless. I'm gonna play it at your house then, so that I have somebody to play it with. <laughs> I hate you. I'm going to spend 60 bucks on NHL 14 again. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> I really want to. That's like one of the only games no, we yeah. all can play and are decent at. I totally hear you, Corey. If... Well, we'll talk about it in the round table. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a voicemail to play. I actually probably should have played this during the uh, break to make sure it worked. But eh, we like to yeah, I, I haven't. Did you listen to it yet, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Here it goes. Let me turn up the volume. Hang on. That was a little quiet. Redo, redo. We should say, um, we we do have a voicemail line that people can call. However, Chase tends to send us a video or an audio file, and yeah. the quality is superb. It's it's quite a bit better. Uh, but it comes yeah, sometimes it comes That's out quiet. Neat. But we'll see. All right, here here we go. Or not. Hey guys, what's up? This is Chase. What's I'm up, just uh, sending a message in. I know it's been a very long time since so I've sent a message in. I'm sorry about that. I've had a, my bone disease has been acting up, so I've been kind of in a crazy world of uh, pain, and I'm getting a surgery on my ankle soon. But uh, you guys have really been helping me get through it. It's been nice having some just some voices to listen to while I'm just kind of laying down, not doing anything, or in a kind of painful state to get my mind off it. It's been real good, along with you know playing video games and this and watching other stuff. It's been real nice. Now, beyond, I don't want to talk about Beyond Two Souls real quick. I don't have the money to play it, but I have an opinion on it. It seems like a high-class, almost visual novel of sorts. Uh, and a visual novel, instead of, you know, in, in this game they talk, but in a visual novel you just read text and then make a choice or an option. But in a visual novel, the choices actually matter. When it seems like in Beyond Two Souls, I keep hearing that the choices don't really matter in the end. Which seems kind of weird, as in Heavy Rain was such a choice-heavy, like, if you did this, your character could die and could change the outcome of the whole story, so why would they not do that anymore? It seems like a weird choice, but I guess he just wanted a story that stuck together, but then someone told me the story just kind of jumps all over the place, and as a story, it seems really poor and predictable, almost, someone told me. So, I mean, I, I don't know what to believe. I'm probably eventually just going to rent it at Redbox or something, at my uh, Kroger, but, uh... 
I am not positive really with that game. It seems very odd and awkward almost. It seems like it was trying to go for something and it just kind of lost its way almost. And I just uh, beat GTA 5 and Saints Row 4. And I can't really compare the two games. They're so different in so many ways. Well, I'll say I enjoyed Saints Row 4 a lot more than GTA 5 because Saints Row 4 was just a lot of fun and GTA 5 is very is fun, but it can be very boring. As Eric said, like the second highest is really boring. As and I just shot some dude. I was in like the stealth mission. I was like, all right, shot some dudes and picked it up in a submarine. I mean, you can pick a second option, but both of them seem kind of just boring and dull, and they were. But uh, I, I'm probably gonna uninstall GTA 5. The online was. Uh, I don't have any friends really on my PS3. We all play on my, com on my computer, so GTA 5 is not on the computer, so none of us are playing it. And it seems really kind of um, just boring and not good at all. So I'm just kind of gonna uninstall it and install the game soon because I don't. I don't ever switch on my PS3 memory card. I don't have that. It's always been filled up. Also, I picked up Pokemon X and Y, which is awesome. It's probably one of the coolest. Uh, it's probably got me back into Pokemon again, which is weird since I totally fell out of it. I mean, I didn't like uh, I didn't like Black and White, Black and White Two. I didn't like Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I don't know if it was Diamond and Pearl. It was like Pearl and whatever the, the Pearl ones. The uh, generation like four and five. I believe this is six, or I'm totally miscounting, but I didn't like those at all. I'm really enjoying X and Y for some reason. It's very fun. It feels like trying to they, they reinvented the game almost in certain ways, where they brought into the 3D world more, and it's very interesting. I actually really enjoy X and Y a lot. I've been playing the heck out of that on my 3DS, especially since I've been the doctor so much, so it's going to be something to do while I'm uh, busy there. I also um, just uh, am playing Alan Wake now. I'm trying to actually make write a review for it. I'm trying to get into a more review state with my channel. Uh, it's not... It's okay, I'd say, at best. I don't like the combat, it gets very repetitive after a while, but I'm enjoying the game, I like the story a lot, but it feels like it's trying to be a, a TV show, it's trying to be a TV show, and I really like the, uh, it's not trying to be a TV show, it is a TV show in its own way, and it's very interesting and very fun to watch. With that being said, I'm probably not going to pick up a next generation console now, because of uh, all the uh, games being delayed and all the stuff I actually wanted are not coming out now with it. And the only game I really want, if I actually was uh, tw on Twitter talking with this with Eric and Dan, and I was like, yeah, there's no point in me picking up a PS4 till about February, so the only game I want that's coming out soon is Infamous uh, Second Son, and I almost I said Infamous 2 on my Twitter, and I realized how dumb that sounds, but it's Infamous Second Son, and I, it's the only game I really want for my PS4, there's nothing else that's really that great, to be honest, it looks like it's coming out for it, so I'm uh, probably just going to wait till next year pick one up or you know Christmas time and not get anything for it and just download Second Son when it comes out or get through Amazon or whatever it just seems kind of all the games just don't seem any good right now so I'm going to stick with that um, I'm going to probably play some older games on my computer and just get my backlog finished since I have a shit ton of backlog to do but um, if you're looking for any good movies also uh, on Netflix if you have it or if you don't my bad but uh, the Troll Hunter sounds like a dumb movie. It's really good. It's all nor in Norwegian though. It's subtitled, but it's probably one of my favorite movies that's come out. I also watched Where the Wild Things Are, the uh, the one based off the book, and that looks that move that uh, book. And I mean, the book is is like one of my favorite childhood books. The movie's really an adult movie. It's really a, has a weird dark and it's almost like kind of a it's like a, a, a one of the adults' view of childhood almost growing up is like. It's a very odd movie, which is just kind of a good reason to watch it, I guess. But I don't think it's on Netflix. I, it's, 
hard to find, but I, I watched it. I uh, rented it. I uh, not rented. It, I actually bought it because I wanted to see it for a long time. I never could, and I saw it. It's a really interesting film, but uh, that's about it. So I mean. That's all I gotta say, and really thanks guys for helping me get through this time. My OI, my uh, osteogenesis imperfecta, which is my bone disease, has really been acting up, so I've just been kind of in a really laid back kind of state of not wanting to do anything. It's just been kind of painful, so thanks guys really for helping me get through it. That's very nice. Also, I'm, I'm on with Cory now, I'm actually trying to hop back into Elder Scrolls Skyrim, and I've uh, gotten all the mods for it. It's very fun now that I've actually got my mods for it. I didn't like the game at all when I first played it, because I played through the main story at the beginning, the main story baloney and it wasn't fun but I'm really enjoying Skyrim kind of now uh, thanks guys and if it's been real it's real nice that you're uh, doing this podcast because I just it just helps me get through some things all right thanks bye all right well thank you for that chase yes thank you very uh, much uh first of all hang in there buddy uh surgery no fun man no, uh Eric's been so through it do. Eric's been through it but I think he's the only one of us that's been through it uh, I'm terrified of hospitals and stuff, so well, I can't even imagine. Chase, here, here's my strategy when I was in the hospital. Granted, it sounds like mine was a little more minor and quick, but right. I'm a pussy. So <laughs> I was laid up so bad. So it evens out. Yeah, so it evens right <laughs> out. <laughs> Just, you know, take a snooze, turn the TV on at 2 in the morning, beep your nurse in, get yourself a ginger ale. Get some pain meds and just relax. Uh-huh. Repeat. Right. Rinse, rinse, <laughs> repeat. rinse, repeat. Okay. That's the strategy I took. Right. But I also didn't have a PS Vita at the time. Right, 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 right. right. I'll assume he has. Oh, he's got Pokemon. So yeah, Pokemon. He's all set up. Uh, yeah, so so hang in there, you know, get get better, definitely. Uh, Beyond Two Souls, he 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 said that it's, uh, it's it's visual novelty type of thing, but without the meaningful choices, you kind of get that from it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's no meaningful choices. Okay. throughout the game, which is disappointing. But I mean, I guess if you like the story, it probably doesn't I, it, matter as much, right? Yeah. Damn it! See, now he kind of makes me not want to like that game as much, but. <laughs> I don't know. I liked the ending. I liked the way it ended up for the most part. I can't really I can't talk about what I didn't like, but yeah, it, like I said, there's no there's no meaningful choices except for the very last one you make and that's only meaningful because of to you as a person, really. Right. Okay. Do you think it's a better rent than a buy? Yeah. If you can if you have like 2 days where you If can I had to recommend, yeah, rent it. Don't okay. buy it for 60 bucks. Cause you're we had not, a couple people say that in the chat as well. Yeah, you're not You're not necessarily going to have fun. I don't know. It's just something you should experience, I guess. And it's not even like one of those things like where Journey, I'd be like, you have to experience this. Right. I just think you should because I appreciate it okay. more, than, more than I like it, I guess. Okay. Uh, he also weighs in on the Grand Theft Auto versus Saints Row 4 saying... Uh, Saints Row 4, a lot more fun than Grand Theft Auto. I think we are think all, we're in, all in agreement, in agreement yeah. there. But uh, he also said what we said, that they're two totally different things. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, like, I think I think we talked about this before, but you can compare Saints Row the Third and Saint, and Grand Theft Auto Five. They're kind of similar games, but with the whole superpowers thing, yeah, I, and we're also on agreement that Saints Row 4 is like a completely different kind of game, you know? It it's, is. It's not, not, this, not in the same vein, really, at all. Maybe that's why so. I couldn't get into Saints Row Third. Maybe because it's more Grand Theft Auto-y. It is. It's very. It's 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 a lot closer. I mean, it's still 
more over the top than Grand Theft Auto, but it's 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 in that same vein. Whereas Saints Row Four is not really at all. Right. Um. It's 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 a superhero game kind of. Yeah. <laughs> science slash science fiction slash. That could, that could explain why I didn't get into it. Yeah, it could be. Could very well be. Uh, he loves Pokemon X and Y. X and Y. I don't God. think he's spec- did he get them both or I don't think he specified if he got Pokemon I don't X think or he Y. So. All this Pokemon talk makes me want to play it so bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'll be buying it within the next Corey, you're going to get a 2DS, so, bro? I'm thinking about it. If if I do, I'm not going to get a PS4 at launch. Ooh. You think it's call. worth it? Fighting words. Um, For you, yes. For me, no. Yeah. I think you'll get more enjoyment out of Pokemon X and Y than you're going to Assassin's Yeah, but I'm Creed still going to feel... If I don't get a PS4, I'm going to feel left out. You well, I mean, God, out, Corey, I couldn't agree more. That That's where... That would be my biggest issue with not getting one on day one. And Battlefield yeah. 4, but... Right. I, I, I think the 2DS will be really nice like when because i play the 3ds it, it's the normal 3ds it's not the 3dx 3ds xl right um i think the 2ds will fit a lot nicer in bigger hands too it looks like it fit like because my hands get cramped from playing yeah. with the 3ds because it, it mine does small. with the vita too yeah my hand goes numb sometimes it, it's small um so i think the 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 2ds is set up a lot nicer for bigger hands it's also probably not as portable though for your no. bus your train no rides. because it's a big square thing. yeah like like my tablet kind if of. if i were to bigger. get one and i had no restrictions on money i would get the, the 3ds xl because it folds up and you can yeah, sit it in your pocket yeah yeah, yeah everything I, i've read has said you know if you're gonna get the 2ds buy a case for it because it's not portable right <laughs> right which sucks kind of yeah well, I think it's like it's like my tablet, but like a little bit wider, like yeah. that. So. I don't like the way it looks. No, I don't. <laughs> it, Does anybody? It's, I it's wonder kind of, what Nintendo's up it's to. It's kind of there funny looking. I well, I think oh, they're oh. It, they're 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 looking at making something that's like like sturdier than because it doesn't have the hinge of the three S. I think it's really made more for for kids because I, I know say. I know you're not Six like under under seven. You're not supposed to use the three D on the three DS because it can damage your eyesight. So I think that's Close part us. of it. They they took off the three D part of it because it's damaging for a little kid's right. eyesight. And it, all the reviews I've read said it feels like a toy, but that's kind of the point. Right. It's yeah. a sturdy toy. I want to get a 3DS XL. I want, I want to play Pokemon. I want to fucking play Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. That's what I want to play. Right. And Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Right. That's a, that's that's good stuff. Fantastic. Holdovers from Nintendo 64. Are they Pretty soon, Wii? Eric, you'll Probably. you'll be able to take uh, your mobile device to Broome County Veterans Memorial <laughs> Arena and face off with some people and see your Pokemon in holographic form. <laughs> oh man, that would be fabulous. That would be so awesome. Uh, okay, Alan Wake. Uh, Chase said it's okay, but there's some bad combat and it's uh, it's very TV show esque. He basically said the same thing I said. Okay, what I thought. It's repetitive. The combat's yeah. me. Yeah, it's an okay. Running game. through the forest. Right. Yeah, That's all I remember. Corey. The only thing I remember from that game that was memorable was the fight scene on the stage in the farm. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was awesome. But other than that, it's like, like the ending. I have no fucking idea what happened. Right. That's and the it, thing because he he said all the things I was saying as yeah. I was playing it. Like the story's great. I love it. And then I got to the end, and I'm like, well, shit. I know Will has a little higher. And if Corey on. didn't know, I, I mean this in all seriousness. Like I would expect Corey to know. Right. If he didn't know, I sure fuck didn't know. Right. 
and I'm sure a lot of other people didn't know. Right. You know and I mean? it it was it was convoluted to the point where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Exactly. I'm not even going to bother to figure it out. I asked my one friend Jeff, who's like the biggest Alan Wake fan in the world, and he's like, I don't know, man. I had to look it up. And I, <laughs> okay, I guess, man. Right. Yeah, I had like the basic plot points for the ending, like what happened. Like the, I don't know. I need a little help connecting some of the stuff. I guess is the best way to put it. Uh-huh. I knew like the basics of it, like what happened. But like I said, looking up some of the theories helped connect some things that I wasn't sure on. 100. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah. But I guess DLC did help explain it more, which right. I mean, a game, a game shouldn't have like Mass Effect. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly like Mass Effect. Uh, okay. Uh, his next gen, he's gonna wait until in, like Infamous Second Son comes out. Honestly, I don't blame him. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking about that a little bit more in roundtable. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's an understandable position. I think one that a lot of people are taking. Uh, movies, Troll Hunter. Corey, I know you saw Troll Hunter. Sure did. Uh, that's actually a movie that I really want to see, and I probably won't ever see it, but I want to. I saw a little bit of it. Okay. Did you like Troll Hunter? I didn't know what I was. I, I was half paying attention. Okay. It's one of those things. Corey, did you like Troll Hunter? Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's it's almost it's sort of like a like a found footage kind of thing. Yeah, uh, like uh, Cloverfield. Yeah, a little bit like Cloverfield, but uh, like you said, Norwegian, um, yeah. subtitled. But uh, they do a really good job with the special effects. Yeah, that's what um, I've heard. Even even I guess the the title Troll Hunter kind of gives away what it's about. Um, so I guess it's not really spoiling anything to say that it's about you know coming across trolls in in the wilderness. Yeah. Uh, but they do a really good job, and the special effects are really cool. Um, it's a very gritty film, you know, sort of raw, but uh, they do a good job with it. That's kind of, well. That's the gist of what they're going for, right? Sure. Okay. Kind of. It's it's supposed to be almost like documentary esque. Yeah, I might like that. Like, uh, like you, I think you would like it. it it's almost like uh, like a bunch of amateurs going out to try. And, that's what they're trying to do, right? Film, Amateur film. hour. Hunt, I can't remember if they're trying calls. to like actually hunting them or if they're just trying to get them on tape. I don't remember. Right. I'm gonna add it to my queue right now before I forget. Yeah. Uh, and then it's he sa- said, "Where the wild things are." Did you see that one, Corey? Uh, I did, but I fell asleep. Okay. Not for me. Not not for you. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I did like the book when I was younger, um, but I I haven't seen the movie. I'm not a movie person, really. So. There's. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that really connect with with that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not one of those people. Okay, it's a certain kind of person, right? Um, and and I think it's you know a lot of people grew up with the book, and that definitely helped. And I remember the book, um, but that was about the extent of my relationship with where the wild things are. That and Arcade Fire, that song. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa! And everybody tuned out. Got really loud all of a sudden. <laughs> was that loud when I sang? <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, it, the the volume just went went up. Well, I, I tried to was. do it quiet. I'm sorry. Wanted to match fine. with Corey. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, our our podcast is helping him get through his his uh, medical issues, which, which you know, is that's really great. That's yeah. great. that is great. Uh, you know, like I said, hopefully, uh, you know, quick and speedy recovery, that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, and you know that's the beauty of podcasts, really. Is is it you know it gives you a familiar, familiar. Th- it might it makes life better. Yeah, it oh, does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
really like uh, listening to podcasts is what got me through all the years on the golf course. I think my our dad is starting to realize that too. Like, well, I think there's nothing better than the feeling you get when you relate to somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel about certain well, podcasts. And that's that that's to. the beauty about podcasts because really, like, if you have an interest in anything, there's probably a podcast out there about, and yeah. a good podcast out yeah. there about whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, you can absolutely relate to what you're listening to. And yeah. if you don't relate to it, you just, you don't listen and find another one, you yeah. know, and it's all free. That's another and great thing about it. The thing about the podcast is it's also a very intimate yep. thing between, you know, the hosts and its listeners. A lot of podcasts tend to have a niche topic. Um, and when you're going through your, your dark times, it's like, Every time you turn on your, your your favorite podcast, it's like hanging out with your friends again. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I I couldn't agree more. Oh, that was a nice voicemail. Yeah, uh, and then last but not least, uh, he's got back into Skyrim and is playing with mods and stuff. So mm, uh, second seconding computer the 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 modding ability for for computers. So and his Skyrim experience was pretty much the same as mine, having right. played through the main story to start and not really caring for it too much, just playing it that way. Yeah, that was probably the worst part of the game was, yeah. was yeah. the main story. You could really, like, have an awesome time with that game without even ever touching the main story. Which is, most you know, people did. Right. Sure. Corey, wasn't it you that busted ass through the main story for our Yeah, for our that's show? what I'm saying. Just, just like Chase, you know, I, I just played through the main story to get yeah. through it and see what it was all about, and I thought it sucked and it ruined the game for me for a while. It, it, uh, the three of us were all like, wow, what a fucking great game. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't know, guys. And, uh, went back and played it the way it's meant to be played and um, really enjoyed it, and I'm yeah. loving it now with all the mods and everything. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, if I ever do get a new PC, that's that would be the first game I get. Mm-hmm. The legendary. I think I, did I talk about this last week? There's a mod where you can just put the fellowship in, and they just walk around. No, that's fantastic. Really? That yeah. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, is that cool? Eric, just the go, nerdiest just, fucking thing. Just go buy a computer. I was just gonna say, man, did our nerd boners just show right now? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into some roundtable. Um, we have a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. It's yeah, a long episode. Um, yeah, we're at two hours and 40 minutes right now. Uh, so roundtable, I, I want to get into a little bit of the, a, a little bit about the watchdogs delay. Um, obviously, with it being the Internet and something that was talked about on the Internet, there's a lot of speculation as to why watchdogs was delayed. So I wanted to get in. I, I wrote down a couple of the reasons, and I wanted to get into what we thought was yeah. a credible reason or a good reason and what probably wasn't. Well, I'm going to say this real quick before you go into it. I'm usually 100% fine with people pushing back or release state for yes. the game because make sure the quality is better. Yes. But you can go on now, and then I'll say my second half later. Right. Uh, so the speculation, the uh, a lot of people were saying the game wasn't quite finished. Um, that you know Ubisoft needed to polish the game some more. They realized now, which I think is probably a little bit late to realize that you weren't going to get finished with the game. It was less than a month till the game was going to come out. Especially for what we're looking at here. Right. Right. For the, I think that game, because it's new, and because of what it's bringing to the table, was the one that most people were looking forward to <laughs> yeah. the most, regardless of console. Absolutely. And I think if they had announced it maybe 
even two weeks or three weeks earlier, probably people wouldn't have been as pissed off. Yeah. But it was less than a month. Well, then, when you get into that month. I know. It's, it's like, one month. It feels like tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You tell me it's a month away, I'm like, well, it might as well be tomorrow. Yeah, and I've even threatened to freeze myself like Cartman. Right, which so I, I think I retweeted. I, I don't have to wait anymore. And, and part, of, part of the issue with Watch Dogs is that it was also the first that we saw of the next generation games. Yeah. Right. Without even realizing it, that had was the longest buildup. Yeah. Uh, without even realizing it was next gen. Um, they, I think it was in E3 of 2012 when they showed the, the footage they showed of watchdogs was for next gen systems. Yeah. Um, and no one realized that at the time, but that's what we were looking at. And so. it looked like a breath of fresh air from yeah. the same sequeled games that we yeah. were playing. Yeah. For... From call of duty eight twenty. You know, 800. 800. Know, doesn't, whatever. Pretty much. Modern Warfare 23. Yeah. <laughs> so, not quite finished was one of the reasons. Uh, the next one was doesn't measure up to Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, there was that a was lot one of that. Of reasons? Which I think is bu- complete bullshit. I think that's Grand Theft Auto fans saying nothing can measure up to Grand Trolling. Theft Auto. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's any validity to that's, that. That's complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think, I think. Most people are in agreement that that's complete bullshit, but cool. I think your heavy Grand Theft Auto fans are like, oh, you know, they, they play Grand Theft Auto and they realize that Watch Dogs will not compare for an open <laughs> for world game sake. to Grand Theft Auto. And I hate people like that. Well, and the thing is, look at the two games. Like, Grand Theft Auto's, nah, I won't say over the top, but, you know, it's over the top to an extent. Ish, yeah. It's not too story driven. Right. Where Watch Dogs is like a darker story yeah. about a kind of a dark character who's violent. Yeah. And it's not. You're it's talking more, about different things here. Yeah, I think it's more uh, uh, socially uh, socially relevant yeah. than, than Grand Theft Auto. Absolutely, is uh, because of you know the whole surveillance thing. I if think it's, if it's, anything, it's probably bringing a bit more to the table than what right. Grand Theft Auto is. Right, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit of a, a softer approach on on this opinion. Okay. Um, because I mean, we don't really know all the gameplay mechanics that are in watchdogs right and how you know traversing the world or whatever's going to work and even if the even if it's just one you know seemingly small thing that has a big influence on how the game is played if it's done that much better in grand theft auto then when watchdogs comes out people are going to feel like well shit this is a step backwards for for gaming not forwards yeah um I'm trying to think of a good example. Maybe in, you know, when I was playing Saints Row 4, um, in, in the way you just fucking took off down the street, blasted everything away from you, then jumped up in the air really high and just flew through the city. I was thinking, like, when Infamous comes out, a game that's supposed to be about a character with superpowers and stuff, if if getting through the world isn't going to be as easy as it is in Saints Row, I, I think it might bother me a little bit. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But, Corey... Here's the difference between you and those people. You can articulate a good argument. They're just saying, <laughs> well, they played it, and it was way too awesome for them to release a game. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. You're bringing up a better argument than those fucking bros. Sure. They're just like, sure. oh, they, they, they played Grand Theft Auto Five and got scared. Right. That their game wasn't good enough, which I don't, I don't buy. I don't buy that either. Uh, especially Ubisoft. I think they're pretty confident in their product. Yeah. In their products, yeah, so. one of the biggest developers. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I think Assassin's Creed Three proved that you can release a game. They'll they'll release a game that's uh, not a stinker. Not a stinker, but not groundbreaking. Not great yeah. either. You know, like it's kind of Average. middle of the road. Yeah. So even if 
I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Uh, moving on. And then the last thing I saw was, and I think this is probably the most likely reason for pushing back the game, is uh, they moved it so it wouldn't run up against Assassin's Creed 4. Um, is that also Ubisoft? Yeah. Yep. They're yeah. both the same same publisher, developer, etc. So I think they didn't want to uh, take away from sales of their flagship franchise with Assassin's Creed 4 with Watch Dogs. So they pushed Watch Dogs back to when I, they didn't really have another game coming out. I got a better way for them to do that. What's that? Make a better Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I'm with you on that. But I think that's probably it's probably a financial decision, and that's why I think they decided to push it back. Well, everything comes on to money. Well, when, right. When and did they push it back to again? It's It's first quarter. They think okay. like March or April, I heard springish. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a more plausible reason. It could come down to 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 budget stuff. You know, if 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 they're now releasing it in a otherwise dead period for them, it makes their financials look a little bit more yeah. solid right. consistently, rather than you know a huge a huge bump uh, leading up to the holidays, which is going to happen anyway. Right. No, I mean, I think Corey's exactly right. Cause they're, they're releasing it next fiscal year. Yeah. Which somebody pointed out, which, which, which will bump up their sales for next year. Yeah. Cause you know, Assassin's Creed has its fans um, that are probably going to buy the game anyway, but I think they're also hope, hopefully, you know, if they take watchdogs out of the thing, I think they're hoping that people that would have bought watchdogs are going to buy Assassin's Creed, which was my first thought. Right. And mine too. But, I was like Assassin's Creed, but I'm like, no, I'm waiting on like, reviews. I'm, yeah. I'm going to hold strong on that. Yeah, I, I didn't want to jump jump the gun on Assassin's Creed either. <laughs> no, so. I really am. But uh, man, does that fucking suck though? Yeah, uh, and and I read a lot of people, uh, a lot of you know, obviously you don't know for sure, but a lot of people said, you know, I'm just going to cancel my pre order. Uh, I'll wait until February. You know, when when games start coming out for the PS4, um, because of the, other than that, you know, the launch lineup is not good, and we found out that another game for the PS4 could also be delayed until spring. So, really, like... The two that aren't first-person shooters. Right. Like, the, I, 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 and Watch Dogs was the game I was looking forward to most. Yeah, same at here. Least early yep. next-gen. So. Same here. Um, so frustrating. I mean, right? what, what's, what's the steps everyone's taken for, well, for that? I mean... Well, I explained this to Dan... I mean, there's not that single-player game coming out for the PlayStation 4 besides at Knack, but how long is Knack going to last me? It's not going to last me the hundreds of I'm hours that Watch Dogs. I'm not remotely interested in Knack. Yeah, and if you're not interested in it, you're not going to have a single-player game. You're only going to have the shooters. Here's the thing. I think that I will be hit the least with this. Yeah, I think you're right. Just because of the, type, the, the types of games that I like to play. Right. Um, so for me, it's not as big of a deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could totally see Dan and Corey, especially justifying canceling a pre-order. Yeah, and I couldn't really argue with you. I was this close. Yeah, but I realized if I cancel my PlayStation pre-order when PlayStation came out, I would be very pissed off at myself for well, for canceling it because I would I would miss out. Well, Dan, here's the other thing that I would argue. This is the only other argument I could make to you. Okay, what's the reason you bought a PS4? Uh, Destiny is that coming out in that's, November? That's no right, um, and you still pre-ordered it, right? I well, what I what I thought about happening was, uh, or what I thought about doing was also canceling my pre-order. I would have like gotten a new video card or something, uh, or or maybe even a uh, PS Vita 
something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when ta- my taxes came, that's when I would place my order for a new PlayStation and Fair just enough. got the next shipment. But then, like I said, I would, I would, I would probably be disappointed in myself for not having it when yeah. it right when it comes out. Especially doing the podcast. Exactly. I think that's another another reason that it's fairly important. Yeah. Um. And you know, I, I right now, because uh, I had almost had Watch Dogs all paid off, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna cancel my Watch Dogs pre order. I'll probably not even get that when it comes out. Battlefield. I'll pro- I don't. I don't think so. I think I'm just gonna get Killzone, <laughs> but I might hold off on, and see what you know what. Ugh. What else is coming out? <laughs> Corey, Corey's disgusted by what's coming <laughs> that sounds, out. That sounds awful, Dan. Just Killzone for now. There'll be a few indies on it. Like yeah. I told Will, I'm like I could play those on my computer, but I'll probably get them for the well, P- I mean, the PS4. Don't starve. Don't starve. You I think would be to play would be better for a controller. I right. think so. Obviously, not console sellers. I really wanted something with some horsepower, though. Like, yeah. dude, you know, I indies. I totally hear you. I couldn't. I couldn't. If you told me you would cancel your pre-order, I couldn't think yeah. any less of you. I didn't, and I won't. If 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 Killzone gets delayed, I they will cancel. Not. I will cancel my pre-order. Dan, they couldn't do that. No, I don't Tomorrow. think they could. There's no possible because everybody except me would cancel their pre-order. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, also, Killzone is a Sony game now. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't do that. They really can't. It's literally the last thing they have going for. Right yeah, now. that's uh, that and Knack are the only like and, exclusives I mean, that they that they have, and they're both. I mean, the X Bone is looking better and better. I think <laughs> uh, because God. they have Dead Rising yeah. and Rise that are coming out at launch. I'll agree with you there, but I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter too. It's and a I'm good thing at, that happened because I might have switched. I'm bitter at Ubisoft too. Which is why yeah. I'm not gonna buy Watch Dogs when it comes out. I'll wait till it it's bargain bin on the PC and I'll get it like later. later I wish later. I had that kind of conviction. So the only game you're getting is Killzone right now. Yeah. Wow. The next game I'm gonna get will probably NBA. be an awful launch weekend. NBA 2K14. I have that. <laughs> no, it'll probably be infamous when it finally comes out in like February. February. Dang. So uh, well, you can borrow. Battlefield. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to borrow Call Battlefield. Duty. I'll probably buy, borrow Call of Duty because I'll want to play the campaigns. Uh, I won't play the multiplayer because really I'm not that interested in it. Dan, you got experience. Uh, but, but, you know, if, if Assassin's Creed 4 turns out to be good, I'll I'll get that. You sure. Know, that's no big deal. Maybe a so. sports game? And on, Doubtful. Maybe. And honestly, I hope Assassin's Creed is good only for the one reason that you have another game that you can get. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because, absolutely. <laughs> because I'm going to be buying, like... In November, uh, the new Mario comes out for Wii U, so I'll be buying Wii U games. Yeah, that's right. But I won't be buying any PS4 games <laughs> for your new Well, doesn't this usually happen though? Yes, like, there's at a dead, launch. There, there's a bunch of games that come out at launch, and then there's a dead period for like three or four months. Except there's not a out. bunch of games coming out at launch. Right. Well, there is, but they're, they're all, all the multi-platform. Right. So. No, Xbox, you can't argue, has a better launch day. And Watch Dogs was a multi-platform game, but, you know, a lot of people only pre-ordered a next-gen console because of Watch Dogs and how awesome it looked. So, What about you, Corey? What are your thoughts? I think you just sold me on a new video card. (laughs) I've, you know, I tweeted that I, uh, a new, brand-new GTX uh, 760 was, you know, looking or sounding pretty, pretty nice. That's like a $380 video card. Uh... Which would have been great. It would have given you know, another couple of years. Yeah, it would have given me two or three years probably of not needing a new video card. But like I said, I would just be I would be disappointed in myself when when the PlayStation came yeah. out for not getting one. Corey, I I'd hate to see you cancel your pre order, but I could totally totally 
totally understand it. Oh, you know, Planet Side Two. You know what? If Planet Side Two comes out shortly after launch, I'll be happy as a clam. I yeah. think it is. It, it is. I think they're doing the beta at launch, which is fine. I'll play the beta. I don't. And care. Destiny betas. Yeah. In January. Yeah. So I'll be fine. Pre-order it though. You, you know, got to get your pre-order. You know, what? It, it might even be a blessing in disguise because I will have a new baby. Oh, in the house true. shortly after the PlayStation launches, so I might not have a lot of time to play with games That's anyway. How dare you? So, so it, if it anybody should cancel, it's Corey. Yeah. Are you gonna, Corey? Uh, probably not. I, I'm too bought into the hype and everything, and I'll, yeah. like I said, I'll feel left out. Plus, I'll need a new Netflix machine. Yeah, we could always use a new one. Something new to collect dust. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a new Blu-ray player and something to watch Game Center on. NHL Game Center. Nice. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's just like I'm, I f- I'm more looking forward to what I might be able to play on it at some point. Like, yeah, I feel bad PS3 for you guys, games honestly. I missed out on. Yeah, the <laughs> PS3 games on your PS4. I mean, you guys still haven't played Last of Us. Yeah, which exactly. Well, like, I want to play that. I want to play. Hopefully, these games will come like streaming to Gaikai or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. it won't be long till they get a, li- a library going. And you know what? It's because Sony's been so kind of like pro-consumer, pro-gamer, they may have like a bunch of stuff that they're like, you know what, Watch Dogs got delayed. It was supposed to be a launch title. We're going to give you, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. free PSN money or something. You you never know what they're going to do. So they may may cover that. When Ubisoft announced the delay of Watch Dogs, I bet they got a very angry phone call from Sony. I'm sure. Definitely. I'm sure. Because they made it seem like Sony wasn't even quite aware that that Watch Dogs was going to get delayed. So, see here, here's Sony running around trying to figure out how to announce that Drive Club's delayed, and then they get the news. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Well, we didn't even days. talk about Drive Club. I mean, you're talking about a racing game that I I'm not into cars, but I'm right. really excited to play that game. Yeah, yeah. looks great. And fuck, delayed. It hasn't been why. confirmed. Right, possibly delayed possibly delayed hopefully not and and here's the first thought i thought of was when the guys who were developing that game were talking about they were saying how it's been in development for like 10 years but they had nothing to run it on and it's like what have you been doing what what's the hold up here yeah yeah same the same thing that held up diablo 3 yeah Something, something stupid that nobody wanted and they're getting rid of anyway yeah I don't know, man. It's that's frustrating. I feel bad. Worse for you guys though, because you're not into shooters. I'll get my eight to ten hour campaign out of Shadowfall, or Killzone, and uh, maybe a little multiplayer, and that'll be it probably. <laughs> good. Yeah. God, I'll awesome. just uh, I'll just play the free version of Halo Three on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Another month or two. Right. But, you know, like I said, I, I also have a huge backlog of PC games that I need to play, too, so I can still still get caught up. I just, it's just shitty, though, <laughs> regardless of what else you can do. I, I am, new baby, yeah. computer games, you still have a, a brand new console that you don't even want to use. Because there's the, no games for it. The one game you're looking forward no, to got delayed. I, I phrased it wrong. You want to use so bad, but yeah. you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you have to buy PSN games to get more use uh, of it, yeah, just to use it. It's like, oh man, PS4 going the way of the Wii U. Who would have ever thunk it? So, so the thing I'm going to be most excited to play in November is going to be new, uh, Super Mario 3D World. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thunk? 
Corey, put that away. It's ugly. What? This is the it's ugly. launch lineup. I looked at it the other night and I was like, oof. Bunch of games I bunch of PSN games. <laughs> bunch of PSN and sports games. Uh we're gonna get Lego Marvel Superheroes. Which is on everything. DC else. Universe? I'll probably play it. Free to play, right? Yeah, I'll probably play it. Just it's... Dance is an exclusive, right? No. Who cares? Uh, or is it? Am I am, is that the Ubisoft one? Yeah. Uh, that's not an exclusive. Oh. Uh. Yeah. It's ugly. It's all PSN games. Is play is Planetside on there? Is it in launch window? Uh, must be launch window. It is launch window because I think they said that. Yeah. Either launch or shortly after launch, they're going to do the beta for it. I mean, and, I, can and get, then, I can get balls deep into that. Yeah, and that's going to be free window. to play too, so you're not going to have to pay for it either. You got the witness in launch window. Which, the order, I was kind of interested the in order, this launch window. The order sounds pretty cool. Deep down is launch window. Yeah. yeah. Infamous. So, I mean, there's so some stuff coming out for sure. Yeah, that's in the first few months. Like I said, I might not have a lot of time to play games. So, right. Transistor supposed to be decent. Transistor, I can't wait for. That's launch window. So, yeah. There's, okay. there's some stuff coming out. It's just, do you hold off? Right. For now. Which I'm not going to. Right. Unless I playing, I don't want to be playing Minecraft on launch day. <laughs> God, that's fucking. That's, that's what's gonna the happen. The fact that that's even a possibility sucks balls. My, so Minecraft that you can play on a cell phone. Yeah, we were all gonna be, have to get Minecraft to play together. <laughs> Killzone's gonna have really, really high expectations. <laughs> that sucks because if the game doesn't, it's gotta be so good. I'm telling you, if they Wait. delay it, I'm gonna I'm gonna have film myself doing a Francis video, smashing something. We won't hear from you. No, you will. <laughs> imagine I'll imagine that conference room meeting, the kill zone team. Oh sitting down. The whole weight the, the weight's all on their shoulders. Listen, boys. We're pulling out. We're in a bad way. We're switching to launch window on IGN. Corey, what what game are you getting? Killzone? That's I no, I don't even. I have <laughs> wait, no interest in Killzone. Wait, I you... thought you were getting Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah, but that does that even count? Yeah. Yeah. That, what do you mean? Probably. Honestly, like, why wouldn't I just get that on my PC and save myself four hundred dollars? Well, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. but <laughs> when, when you put it like that, <laughs> Eric and I don't even have a response. Yeah, oh, I that's have right. no so argument. I can also buy Tiny Brains on <laughs> PSN. <laughs> oh. Sorry to the Tiny Brains team. <laughs> no offense. It may be awesome. Who knows? <laughs> but like I said, you you want to play something with some with some horsepower with when some you get meat. a brand new console. Some horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. We'll, I'll figure it out. Hey, yeah, I mean, it looks like PS4 is really going to kick into gear February on. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, as then you're going to have the Destiny infamous, Beta, yeah. Planet Side, Infamous. Oh, order. Planet Side is will be enough to keep me occupied yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's same. Guy Kai is supposed to be next year. Yeah. Like I said, I've got a huge PC backlog. I know you do, play. buddy. I just want you to be able to. It's fine. It's actually probably not a bad thing, but I'm still pissed off. I really wanted to watch Dogs, but what can you do? Could be Nothing. worse. Just yeah. that being said. I am like, well, I'm all for delaying games if it's if because it's, not, it's ready. not ready. Yeah, definitely. But if you're being a greedy bastard because your Assassin's Creed series took a shit. Yeah. Yep, that's what I think. That's what I think happened. But 
We hope Killzone really brings it. Yeah. Well, Battlefield's going to bring it, regardless. I'm honestly still more excited for Killzone. I'm not. Something about the futuristic look to it just kind of gets me. Yeah, but will. Skyscrapers. Collapsing. 64 players. Man, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be chaos. How much am I going to be able to play of Battlefield, Killzone, and NBA, though? Knack. I don't know. I saw, just briefly, uh, NBA 2K14 video played on PS4. Um, the jersey movement is incredible. Really? Yeah. Nice. And that bounce tech. I didn't notice any <laughs> bounce tech shit, <laughs> but the player models and the uh, the jersey movement is so good. I hope the crowds are actually good. I did, I'll watch it again, but the, the only thing I was looking for was how like the the clothing moved. It was pretty nice, quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and Anthony Davis's unibrow was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the game. I reason I got a second controller. So, are you getting NBA Two K Fourteen for PS Four? Yes. Uh oh. Maybe, Eric's Maybe that's my watchdogs replacement. There, there you go. go. I would, you know, the NBA games are always great. They are always good. You could totally justify getting that. And I did want to get a next gen sports game just and to I'll see. I'll know it'll look fantastic. Oh, it's gonna look the greatest. Where do I get FIFA though? You're more soccer, so I could say go for that. But if you <laughs> yeah, want to play with somebody, a sports game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm pretty content with FIFA right now because I'm playing by myself <laughs> on career mode. So it's yeah. like, oh, I logged a lot of hours on. 2K13, so... Yeah, maybe I will, then. Yeah. Okay. Do we have more roundtable? Did, did we want to talk, guys, weekend, or is this too that, long? That's up to you guys. We're at uh, a little over three hours, and it's almost 1230, so if you want to... Do you want to call it and just chat quickly off-air? Yeah, we can do that. I'll do that? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts, Corey? Uh, other than utter depression? Yeah, this yeah. was a, a bad way to end. It was a little bit of a downer. Well, do you want to tease? I don't know if you want to rather talk about this off air, but for next week we don't have a topic, right? Yeah. Do you just want to do guys' weekend wrap up? We could do that. I mean, we're gonna. Have we talked about doing a, a hangover over the weekend at some point. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it. We'll try and do a hangover too, and yeah, we'll probably do a, a, a wrap up and we'll talk about what we did. Because I don't think there's any games coming out next week. Unless, no, there's not. Unless I decide to get Pokemon and Will gets his Pokemon and oh, we yeah. do a Pokemon episode. I mean, and Eric it, could probably buy me, talk me into to getting it uh, over the weekend. I'll try a, two, a 2DS and a Pokemon. Are they out yet? The 2DS? Yeah. Yeah, it came out the same day as Pokemon. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 117 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.